There is major, major big news today. Fired up when I hear someone say that. WQM was just reaching back on the uh, fax machine there, just printing something out. Okay. Got some bad news, folks. Got some very, very bad news. I don't want to be the beer of uh, ill tidings, however the hell that saying goes, but however the that saying goes. There you go. But I've been trying to tell you, and you people, I mean, some of you are getting it. We appreciate tremendous response on that StopFCC.com petition. Keep it going. Talked to Tom Jicker last night. He talked to a Scott who started the whole deal. And there's going to be a story in Jicka's column in the Sun Sentinel, I believe, on Saturday, he said, which is good. Thanks a lot, Tommy. You're okay these days. But maybe the news I have to pass along today, maybe finally this will penetrate the skulls of some people out there who think that, well, it's all about Howard Stern. He's filthy. Or it's all about uh, Bubba the Love Sponge. He was filthy. Or, or whatever. It's about fascism, man. Live and well in America. It is scary. Before we, uh, let me just get all the other stuff out of the way first, okay? Okay. Because I want them to strap themselves in and listen very carefully, and then when we take a look at the new poll today, that'll give you an idea of where we're going. Right there. Oh, we got, speaking of taking a look, Drew Barrymore, that's a great picture. I didn't see which one. I mean, I sent it off, but. Wow. Let me commend you on your magnificent taste in pictures. Hey. We can't describe it because that would involve certain parts of the anatomy, but. Behind the beaded curtain, which if you're over the age of 70, you're old enough to be able to look at that, and you must have ID, you must hold your uh, ID up to the uh, monitor screen so that John Ascroft can personally eyeball it, okay? Can we say, you can got still, it? still say that? So he can take a peek at it. Yeah, we can say I. We can't say ball, but we can say I. He, I it. He can eye it. Okay, <laughs> 1,548 votes on yesterday's pool. Who's your favorite sportscaster of all time? And, boy, that thing with Jigs last night and Ed Westfall and... Denise Potvin and Bill Torrey. Bop, 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 bop. There was a hell of a great game going on. 50 saves by Bobby Luongo. But, uh, man, bop, 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 bop. a lot of stuff, uh, if you're not an Islander fan, it was pretty ponderous while it was a great game going on. Anyway, uh, Jim Mandich, 280. Nobody comes close to the Mad Dog. All right. Wins this pull big time. Howard Cosell, 153. I don't care about sports, 144, 9.3%. Harry Carey, 103. Rest in peace. 
Al Michaels, 99. John Madden, 96. Mel Allen, 80. Howard David, who got some early uh, questionable votes, slid down the ladder. Just as the muskrat was sliding down his forehead. Howard David at 58. Keith Jackson, 54. Kurt Gowdy, 49. Rick Weaver, 37. Marv Albert, 33. Bob Prince and Vince Scully each had... About 30, man. Booth Shambi, 26. We love the booster. Red Barber, 23. Pat Summerall, 21. Joe Angel, 20. Jack Buck, 19. Fred Cusick, 17. Hank Goldberg, 16. Bill Zimfer, 15. Ernie Harwell, 15. Sonny Hirsch, 14. Joe Zagaki, 13. Oh, my God. Wow! Dan Kelly, 10. Foster Hewitt, 9. Ray Scott, 9. Joe Bowen, 8. Bob Eufer, 8. Not Euchre, but Eufer. U of M. You first. Dick Vitale, uh, that's University of Michigan. Dick Vitale, 8. Chuck Thompson, 8. Dizzy Dean, 7, who slot into third. Jiggs McDonald, 7. Chick Hearn, 7. Jackie Stewart, 7. Oh, there's blood and guts! Uh, Mike Lang, only 4, which I don't know where all those Penguins people are. What's that all about? Jeff Rimmer, 3. So Rimmer voted twice and Farrell once. Joe Buck, 3. George Kell, 3. And poor uh, Bill Hewitt only had 2, because everybody thinks uh, he's Foster Hewitt. But they're both dead. Anyway, that's yesterday's poll on sportscasters. Almost 1,600 votes. Thank you. Now... Let's see. Another uh, deadly car bombing today. I want to correct the, on our website. And, Eric, don't don't bother changing the story because there's uh, all these different stories. The, the story that we had said 29 dead in the hotel bombing in Baghdad yesterday. Then they changed it to 17. Now the Iraqi police are saying only six. So I guess, you know, they're trying to match the body parts and all that stuff. This is another story. Uh, after a deadly car bomb leveled a hotel in Baghdad, another car bomb went off near a hotel in the southeast city of Basra, killing at least four people today. They tell CNN that an old Mercedes exploded alongside the Barak Hotel in central Basra. At least four bystanders were killed. Uh, also, and this is just, now it's becoming an afterthought when uh, U.S. soldiers die. Now, it, it's right. an afterthought. It doesn't even make the blurb on the bottom there in uh, CNN, maybe once every 20 hours. Military sources today said two U.S. service members died in separate mortar attacks that also wounded 10 of their colleagues. And that's pretty much it. Two more dead Americans, ten wounded, and of course we don't know whether they'll lose, you know, anything about the injuries because they're not telling us that either. So that takes care of that. Also speaking of dead people, and then we'll get to the uh, meat on the platter. Somebody died. She died? There you go, that's a clue, it's a she. She was uh, Mer actress Mercedes McCambridge who won an Oscar for the 49 film All the King's Men and later provided the raspy voice of the demon-possessed girl in The Exorcist Died. She was 85. She died? Yep. McCambridge died from natural causes March 2nd. Her strong radio-trained voice made her an ideal film portrayer of hard-driven women. She received the Academy Award as supporting actress for a screen debut in All the King's Men, playing a reporter who was the nemesis of the popular Southern Governor Willie Stark. Roderick Crawford was named Best Actor for his role as Stark, a close replica of Louisiana's Huey Long. Remember Roderick Crawford in Highway Patrol? No. And the drama was honored with the Best Picture Oscar. During her film career, she acquired a reputation as a strong-willed, outspoken woman on and off the screen. When she was hired to play the enemy of Joan Crawford in a 54 Western Johnny Guitar, the pair feuded on the set. In her memoir, McCambridge called Crawford a mean, tipsy, powerful, rotten egg lady. Ho, ho, ho. Rotten egg. Which in the old days, uh, as of uh, prior to today, I could have played something with rotten egg, which we can't play no more. But anyway, we'll get to that in a moment. Because of her great vocal skills, McCambridge hired, was hired to portray the demon in William Friedkin's 73 smash, The Exorcist, after weeks of what she called the hardest work she'd done for a film, she had been promised prominent mention in the credits. Now, here's something I bet you never knew. Okay. When she attended the preview, her name was missing. As she left the theater in tears, Friedkin tried to explain that there had been no time to insert her credit. The Screen Actors Guild intervened and forced her inclusion in the credits. Is that, I bet you never knew that. I did not. Among her later films, uh, Giant, Farewell to Arms, Touch of Evil, with her radio cohort Orson Welles, Suddenly Last Summer, 
That was a fag movie with Elizabeth Taylor. Cimarron, 99 women, thieves at Concord Airport, 79. Yeah, no. So she's dead, Mercedes McCambridge. She died? At 85, at the ripe old age. Well, I'm thinking 90 is old enough. Anyway, that takes care of that business. Now, and I'm hoping that you uh, are listening with both ears open. Reach inside with your little finger very carefully now and get all the wax out of your ears to make sure you hear this very clearly, very carefully. Here is a memo that I requested because it was given to me on the phone verbally yesterday. I said, well, let's put this in writing so we all understand. And we're going to take a poll today. Now, if you take a look, is it up? I guess it's up. I don't know. Of course, they're too busy looking at Drew Barrymore, which I, I can easily understand that. That's a very fine picture. But, again, you must be at least 80 years old to look at that. And it might give you a coronary attack. So I'm trying to vote on here, but uh, there you go. So they're voting on it. They're taking a look at that. Now, they're probably wondering, why have you put these words on this poll today? What is this all about? Here's the answer to your question, just to give you an idea of how far this chilling business is going on. And, uh, there is no more free speech. As of the last couple of weeks, all based on that Janet Jackson booby flap, and I, I can't play that sound when it goes with flap anymore because those are all gone. Right. So you'll have to use your own imagination. Now. Oh, watch what? it. Whatever Terrible. that sound was. Find something. As of that, that was an excuse for the fascists at the FCC and your government, both parties, to say, hey, guess what? We'll just make it up as we go along. And if you don't like it, we'll fine you $50 trillion, a zillion dollars. Here's the memo from our program director and our operations manager to the entire QM air staff and producers in regard to indecency. This coming from the Beasley attorneys from corporate. We've been informed from our corporate attorneys that in addition to the seven so-called dirty words, the following words and sound effects are considered coarse language and are prohibited. No exceptions. That's not in the memo, but I just want George to understand because I had the conversation. No exceptions. Right. There is a zero tolerance, which means if you want to, like, diddle around on the edges, which you have a habit of doing, uh, sure. that means that your kids right. aren't going to be eating for a long time. You're right, either, what, but I'm sure you, you don't you, care about that. But anyway, that. will you listen to me? Uh-huh. Here are the prohibited, the new, add these to the list. And George Carlin is weeping heavily as I speak. I can't read the words. I guess I could, but I'm... Could I read them? Are you asking me? Well, I'm not going to read them. Don't accuse me of diddling. The first word begins with PR. If you don't have a computer, uh, you'll have to use your imagination, okay? PR. The second one is the vice president's first name. His last name is Cheney. You know what his first name is. The third one has to do with the T.I. with the boobies. I guess we can still say boobies, but we can't say the one that begins with T.I. The fourth one begins with a P and has to do with the female, uh, whatever. Uh, the fourth one, uh, fifth one, uh, hard, hard something. I can still say Jeez. hard, but, uh, the next one is begins with ass and the second syllable. So I guess Sonny Fox doesn't have to listen no more because we can't say the word that he says. We can say cold, but we can't say the whole word. Uh, the next one is D bag. See, I can say that. Okay. But you can't say the whole word. You can say D bag as in a dime bag, nickel bag. Right. But you can't say S-bag. <laughs> that happens to be the next word. Dross-bag. The next one begins with a T-W, another vulgar uh, reference to the female uh, genitalia. The next one is C-O-something, which has to uh, do with the male genitalia. And the last one, which I can read it to you, no more fart noises. But we can say it. What? Oh, we can say fart. Now, right. even though there was that commercial in the Super Bowl with the uh, horse that was farting in somebody's face... Uh, there right. are no more fart noises allowed in the Beasley Broadcasting chain. Can we, um, can we no. make a raspberry sound? No. No. No raspberries? 
No farts. No strawberries. No, uh, none of that stuff with the, uh, do you remember the guy? Well, you don't because it's before your time. A guy used to go on TV and he used to put his fist under his arm and make those sounds like you're referring to. Can't do sure. that no more either. No. That's some um, pit music. It's you called. see, because the FCC will determine, they'll decide. And if they don't like the way you look or if they don't like your political opinions or if they want to get you off the air, all of these things are prohibited. Now, there are probably people in the audience thinking, oh, that Neil boy, he's sure uh, getting carried away. No, this is uh, this is where it is as of today. I don't think this is the end. This is where we are as of today. And the fact that my colleagues in this business are such a bunch of spineless cowards and are just rolling over basically and playing dead is should tell you a lot, should tell you a hell of a lot. In fact, you people out there, the couple thousand that we've got to sign uh, your signature on those petitions, in fact, this should motivate a lot more people. StopFCC.com. You're doing more than uh, the people in the industry are doing. All they're doing is saying, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, Arafart. You know. Oh, did I say that? Uh, yes, sir, Arafart. 1013 at 560 WQM. So the poll is, uh, which of these uh, offends you? And I can't, when every time I read the poll result, I'm going to have to, like, uh, use letters. And, you know, we'll have to do uh, hand signals. Right, I said pantomime. Hey, all you horse racing fans and poker players, Pompano Park Racing and Card Room has just the gambling action you want. Located just a half a mile from both I-95 and the Turnpike, Pompano Park is easy to get to. And best of all, Pompano Park features free admission and free general parking every single day. Live harness racing in the poker room open every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, including tonight. Poker starts at noon, goes on all the way till midnight if you can stay awake that long. And live racing gets underway nightly at 7.05 p.m., including tonight. For St. Patrick's Day, there was a 500 How come we didn't have this on? Let's see, St. Patrick's Day was yesterday. I'm reading the wrong copy. Sorry, Dick. Well, I mean, I I'm under pardon? a lot of stress and pressure. I got the right copy. Dick Feinberg, okay. Oh, oh, sorry, Feinberg. I guess Richard's going to have to change his name. They all are. Sorry, Rich. But then they think I'm talking about Fat Rich. Anyway, let's see. This Friday, there will be free drawings to get into the money machine and grab $1,000 in cash and betting vouchers, or maybe win a raffle ticket for a 2004 Porsche Boxster, plus swing dancing demonstrations at the track. I don't think we can say that, swing dancing. No. On Saturday, the most unbelievable fireworks stunt show on earth is coming up with the amazing Australian daredevil Vincent Sylvester and his horse, Hand Me Silver, performing their Hot to Trap fireworks show. Showtime is 9 p.m. The kids will want to see that. Bring the whole family Saturday night to Pompano Park. Pompano Park, a block south of Atlantic Boulevard on Powerline Road. For the current race schedule, go online, pompanopark.com, or call them at 954-972-2000. Live racing, two nights, 7.05 p.m. The poker room opens at noon today at Pompano Park. Live, Live and local, we are Sports Radio 560 QAM. French people piss me off. Are you sure? At 560 WQM, where we used to be having a pretty good time on here, but not no more. Your radio is dead as a doornail. In fact, 
your radio is on life support right now. <laughs> Just like South Florida's on life support, your radio fits in like a rubber glove, but I can't say where, you know? No, you can't. Look at that. We just went over a thousand, uh, signatures ahead of New York State. Yesterday when we started the show, we were like a few hundred signatures short of New York State. Now New York State's got 3,803 on the stopfcc.com petition. Florida's got 4,807. A thousand and four more than New York State with its 20 million people. Are you impressed or what? Yeah, I'm impressed. And four of the last five names that just went on there, Kevin in Hollywood, Walter in Delray Beach, Tim in Fort Lauderdale, and Ivan in uh, Miami. Thank you. Thank you for caring enough to at least sign a petition and to try to do something, because that's what it's all about. If anybody wasn't listening the last two days, there's a guy named Scott who lives in New York who's uh, trying to do something, which I commend him for. And StopFCC.com says, if you're fed up with the government deciding what you can watch, read, and listen to, in addition to tighter definitions of indecency and higher fines for broadcasters, the FCC is also talking about regulating cable and satellite broadcasts. Join the campaign for free speech today and cast your vote for the First Amendment. Help us get a million signatures. Tell your friends about StopFCC.com. And it goes on to explain it to you. And every time as uh, new uh, people are signing on and protesting, uh, it, it rotates uh, five names come up. Let's see, what's the current number? Because I just went off it. It's 52,000 and some odd signatures they've got already. And this thing only started on March the 5th. Today's the 18th, so it's less than two weeks uh, in, in progress. And, of course, if some people on the air were promoting this thing the way it ought to be, instead of having 52,000, there'd be 520,000 signatures already. You know what I mean? I don't want to see who I'm talking about, George. Who are you talking if there were some people on the air who claimed to be very powerful, and if they get off their pedestal and their ego trip and started promoting this thing, we could get millions of signatures, and, uh, you know, something, we'll, we'll find a way to do it. If I have to personally pay for an ad in the damn USA Today to uh, get, turn people onto this website and just print verbatim what it says here on Scott's uh, petition, uh, I'll do it. Because this is unacceptable. I mean, you go along, life goes along, we got all these people dying in Baghdad and all over the world, all these horrible things. We got terrorists threatening our very existence. We got gas prices so high that uh, you have to take a week's salary to fill your tank now with some people. Millions of people out of work. And the FCC based, and, and again, using it as a flimsy excuse. Now, please understand, it had nothing to do with that. It was just just the opening they were waiting for, if you pardon that expression, with a Janet Jackson booby business on the Super Bowl and the farting horse. Oh, my God, this is disgusting, and it's about time. We're going to show you we're going to crack down now. We're going to make decency something great in America. And, of course, it's all a religious nuts. And like George keeps saying, these people don't want anything on here unless it's promoting Jesus. Right. I'm not making that up. I know you're not making that up. That's uh, what they want. Unless it's promoting Jesus and Christianity, the fundamentalists don't want us to be able to say anything. Right. I'm not exaggerating. That's that's the fact. That's exactly where they be coming from. I'll give you an example. This this story here, this is a beauty. Dayton, Tennessee, the county that was the site of the Scopes Monkey Trial over the teaching of evolution, is asking lawmakers to amend state law so the county can charge homosexuals with crimes against nature. The Rhea County Commissioners approved the request eight to nothing on Tuesday. Commissioner, oh, wait till you hear this guy's name. And I better be very careful. His name is spelled F-U-G-A-T-E. Careful. Commissioner J.C. Fugate, who introduced the measure, also asked, shut up, also asked the county attorney to find a way to enact an ordinance banning homosexuals from living in the county. We need to keep them out of here, Fugate said. The vote was denounced by Matt Nevels, president of the Chattanooga chapter of Parents, Family, and Friends of Lesbians and Gays. That is the most far-fetched idea put forth by any kind of public official ever, Nevels said. I'm outraged. Last year, the U.S. Supreme Court struck down Texas sodomy laws as a violation of adults' privacy. 
Rhea County is one of the most conservative counties in Tennessee. It holds an annual festival commemorating the 1925 trial at which John T. Scopes was convicted of teaching evolution. The verdict was thrown out on a technicality. The trial became the subject of a play and movie, Inherit the Wind. So there you go. Oh, my God. Right. By the way, I should play the bottom bank on our 360 machine here. Yes, no. I have no life. Absolutely correct, sir. Oh, my God. All of these things. Moron. Neil, God. Neil, God. No. Okay, just to kind of introduce the audience to our new bank. Sounds nice and clean. <laughs> Did I do a nice job? Yes. That's where all the farts used to be on the bottom of those fart sounds, but, of course, they ain't there no more. And you won't be hearing them no more, not on this show, not on this station, not on your radio. No more farting sounds, please. And if you're in the elevator, especially if it's crowded, uh, do your damnedest. Even if you have to, like, do a number in your pants, do not fart out loud. Right. Because the fart police will come and take your ass away, and maybe the rest of you, too. Now, here's the deal. Which of these words or sounds do you find most offensive? Now, we already have, in just a matter of moments, 217 votes in about, what, five, ten minutes? Ten minutes. Right. 184 of those people, 84.7% say none of these words are offensive or sounds or whatever, none of the above. Eighty-five percent. Now, there are a few people, the TW word, 15 people said that one uh, was offensive. The PUS word, six. The D-bag, three. And uh, the fart sounds, only two. And keep in mind, no matter if we get 80 gazillion votes on there, that, that's not going to change anything. Right. I just wanted to prove a point because I know I will. Because a handful of misfits and lunatics out there and self-appointed moralists and religious nuts, these are the ones who are deciding what you can read, what you can watch, what you can listen to, what you can think, how loud you can fart, all of these things. You know what I'm saying? All of these things. See, it's on there that came in handy, you know? Yeah. I like that one. And being lazy, it's a little bit too uh, complicated and burdensome to go into the DCS and get that. But when it's right here at the touch of a finger, all of these things. you might hear that a lot more now. A lot more. Absolutely. Mel Carmazin's defense of Howard Stern broadcast in Viacom's indecency enforcement philosophy didn't sit well with that unctuous right-wing jackass, Senator Sam Brownback. See, I'm going to have to control myself because I almost said the A-word. I can't say A-hole. There you go. With the uh, A-hole Senator Sam Brownback. The Senator's Communications Director, Brian Hart, said yesterday the tone of the response to Brownback's request for information, as well as Carmison's testimony several weeks ago before the House Commerce Committee, seems like business as usual instead of progressing toward upholding existing FCC regulations and working toward cleaning up our public airwaves. Damn it! The Senator is drafting yet another letter to the Viacom President that will include specific references to language on the Stern Show and hopes that Mr. Carmison will explain how this material is not indecent under their own guidelines, Hart says. Carmazin had apologized to the senator for some broadcast language and explained that Viacom was taking steps to keep indecency off its airwaves. But Carmazin also said the company had determined the broadcast did not meet the FCC's definition of indecency. He added that the definition was a moving target and thus difficult to hit, though he pledged to try. In other words, nobody understands what it is, including the FCC. They make it up as they go along. Gotcha. While Clear Channel had pulled Stern from its airwaves following the February 24th broadcast in question, Viacom's Infinity, which distributes the show, did not. Also unhappy with Carmazon's answer was Parents Television Council, another right-wing group of nuts. The FCC and Congress should interpret this move by Viacom as blatant contempt for parents and families, said PTC President Brent Bozell yesterday, another right-wing nut job. Wow. That's America, man. I keep telling you, the right-wing lunatics have taken over, and you people are just going to sit back and take it? I think they're still scheduled an election in November this year. I'm not too sure about that. And I'm not just talking about the presidential election, but all of the House and a bunch of senators are going to be running, too. And if you don't register to vote, if you don't get online and sign a petition, if you just sit back on your ass 
and just take this sitting down. See, I got news for you. I only got a couple of years left anyway, and I'm out, I'm out of this whole deal. So like I told these guys yesterday when they called me with the latest prohibited uh, phrases and words and sounds, uh, I, I don't care. As long as the check shows up every two weeks, that's all I care about. It goes right in the bank. It goes right uh, into my retirement uh, funds, and that's it. I don't care. I mean, I'll fight the good fight here for everybody else in the industry, but I'm not going to, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to like, oh, tiptoe the edge of the line. Why, why, why even think about it? Why think about it? After all the years that I've invested in this, I'm going to like, uh, well, I'll show you a thing or no, I won't. And little Georgie there who thinks that he's got some, well, I'm going to do it. No, no, you're not. Don't even think about it. About what? Anything. Which ought to be easy for you. 1028 at 560. W and Josh sitting in there, let me tell you, keep your finger on that yellow button, man. Just keep your finger right on it. Like a hair's breadth away. See, there he goes again. I'm breathing. You're not breathing like normal breathing. Oh. You're breathing like with sexual like overtones, mister. That's your perverted mind. Like you're looking at Drew Barrymore or something on there, and you're not old enough. It's the last mortgage you'll ever need. It's the only one mortgage from Financial Group. The benefits are incredible. Zero closing costs, zero application fee, zero credit bureau fee, and zero discounted points. Get yourself that new low interest rate at just 1.25%. If you have a $100,000 loan, you pay only 334 a month. If you have a $200,000 loan, your payments are only 668 a month. And don't forget... Once you refinance or get a new home mortgage from Financial Group, you'll never, ever pay closing costs again. So call today and find out all about it. Call 1-866-395-LEND and get the low-rate mortgage you deserve, then move to your next property with no further cost or expense. You pay zero underwriting fees, zero dock fees, zero closing costs, even when you move to another property. Get that new low financing rate of just 1.25% with the only one mortgage from Financial Group. Never pay closing costs again. Call them today, toll-free, 1-866-395-LEND. That's 1-866-395-LEND. They're an equal housing lender. Restrictions do apply. Rate subject to change monthly, 4.21 APR. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAQAM. Say that, can't we? Yeah. Oh, there you go. It sucks. 
1035 at 560 WQM. And uh, here's some more of these great stories coming along. Here's from Georgia. Christian group wants books banned. Of course. Some Bartow County parents want a bevy of books banned from the county school's reading list. This is in Cartersville, Georgia. At a Monday Bartow County Board of Education meeting, three parents with a group Crusaders for Christ told BOE members that several books contained offensive material and should be banned. You're going to answer to God Almighty for your decision, said the group's leader, the Reverend Dwight Holcomb. Among the books the Crusaders for Christ want banned are Of Mice and Men by John Steinbeck, The Martian Chronicles by Ray Bradbury, To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee, A Raisin in the Sun by Lorraine Hansberry, and Roll of Thunder, Hear My Cry by Mildred Taylor. County committees have deemed all the books appropriate, but committee members will now have to decide whether to repeal their decision. It's uncertain when the committees will make their decision because members will have to read the books before deciding. Somebody will have to read them to them. We got to read. Oh, boy. Man. Talk about the Neanderthals taking over. I keep trying to tell you this. Zion America, baby, as they say in Poland. And right closer to home, here's a good one, too, along the same lines. The Dade County School Board rejected a proposal to add two additional daily moments of reflection in classrooms. This was uh, yesterday. By a 6-3 vote, the board refused to even study the plan submitted by board member Marta Perez. Marta Perez. I don't even want to study this one, said board member Solomon Stinson, who said the issue was just too controversial to justify the time and energy it would consume. Perez was joined, the other uh, two votes in favor of this insanity, by members Augustine Barrera and Frank Bolaños. The rest of Perez's proposal, which asked Superintendent Merritt Steerheim to form a committee to study character education, was combined with a series of similar ideas in a separate bill sponsored by Bolaños. Right. Let's turn the schools into a church, is what I say. How do you like that? We'll hand out rosary beads to everybody. No crucifixes. Boy, Mercedes McCambridge, she kicked off a little bit too soon. She'd have been great doing the sounds for the PA in the school, yeah. wouldn't she? The only quote that we can use of hers from that movie. Yeah. It burns. It burns. I don't think you can say that either, because we don't know. See, like Clinton, like Bubba said, we don't know what it means. Ah, you know, you're right. No. So when you say it burns, you can like, say burns, burns, and then you might be re you might be really saying George Burns. Right. Gracie Burns. Right. Gracie Allen. You're right. Rick sends me a fax, but I can't read it on here. <laughs> well, I could, but I have to leave out the good part. I can't read anything. And like I said, I'm not going to get all whipped up into a frenzy like, oh, gee, what are we going to? I'm just going to do the best I can. It's all I can do. It's all I can do. I'm not going to sit here like some kind of a martyr and oh, gee, they're out to crucify me and to crucify Howard. Yeah, right. Whatever you say. It's a whole movement. It doesn't have to do with just any one person, even though, you know, to, and, and to exploit it, to try to put yourself even up on a bigger pedestal than you've already got, that really frosts my ass, my fat ass. Look at all the votes on there in about uh, 25 minutes, 317 to be exact. Which of these words or sounds do you find the most offensive? None of the above, 260, 82%. The TW word seems to really be uh, 25, say that. PUS word, 11 Fart sound six, the PRI word three, D bag three, A hole two, uh, hard two, cheese, S bag two, uh, Cheney's first name two, the CO word one, and the uh, TD don't have any yet. As in booby, TI, you know the rest. There has none. 82% say none of the above. WQM, hello. How you doing, buddy? Okay, sir. Can't say D bag anymore, but can we say Michael Powell T bag George Bush? Oh, <laughs> I don't see that on here. 
<laughs> it's not on the list yet, but I bet you by tomorrow it'll be on there, so it's a good thing you had it in today. Could go for a nice, refreshing cup of tea. WQN, hello. Yes, Neil. How are you doing? Okay. Um, I just hate this religion thing. It could just get it out of hand. I mean, I'm not religious at all, but isn't that um, oppressive how the religion is just wants to, I don't know, shut everybody up? They don't want nobody, you know, liberty of speech or anything. It's just crazy. The fact that the government, that the Congress is going along with us, that's the scary part. They're just rolling over and playing dead. You know, and Kerry can stand up there and talk a good game and about he's going to do this and, uh, you know, international affairs. And all. Well, that, that's great. What about domestic affairs? What about our freedoms right here at home? Like Bush the other day was screaming and carrying on about, well, all those great freedoms that the Iraqi people are going to get. Yeah, the ones that we used to enjoy here, W, the ones that we used to have here. Like freedom is to speak your mind and not having the word police the nose-picking police, the jaywalking police, the pleasure police, the swing club police, everything and anything, man, the Nazis have taken over. And the media just sits there, like that. Oh, they arrested that guy while he was ordering a slice of pizza. That guy knew who he was. He recognized him. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff they'll spend 50 hours on today. The turnpike uh, sniper. And the Martha Stewart, you know, is she going to the slammer or not? And on and on and on it goes. And, you know, they had a blurb trying to be cute this morning. Jack, uh, Mc whatever his name is there on CNN, trying to be real cutesy with that thing about, well, do you think Howard Stern or Mel Gibson are going to tell you to vote for? Since Howard is telling everybody to vote against Bush, and now even the righteous right-wing Mel Gibson is saying he ain't too happy with the Bushmeister on this whole uh, Iraq thing and uh, on international affairs is what that great political analyst <laughs> Mel Gibson is saying. And they just make it into like it's cutesy and funny and everything. There's nothing funny about it. When you wake up all of a sudden one day and things that, you, you know, your life's been going along and uh, these things have been acceptable and this is the way society works, and all of a sudden somebody turns the clock back 50 years, 100 years and says, not no more. And the public is sitting over there rolling over like, oh, well, whatever you say, yes, yes, Massa, Massa Christa. Something really stinks here, man. Something really stinks in America. And let me say it again, you people in this industry and in broadcasting, of which I'm ashamed to be a part, the overwhelming majority of you are the biggest bunch of spineless cowards that anybody could ever begin to imagine. And you look on the trade publications and all they're talking about is dollars and cents. And this one made so much, and this one's fourth quarter profits went up. Forget about freedom, forget about fighting for anything, forget about standing on principle. Just roll over and play dead. And, of course, the industry has been going in that direction for a long time anyway with all this deregulation with five or six grave-robbing companies gobbling up and owning every damn radio station in America. So what do you expect? 1042, am I getting a little bit too excited? No, just right. Yes, I am. 1042, 18 before 11 at 560 WQM. we got the Mad Doggy at 2 at Dave & Buster's. we got 4 to 7 the Boogster at Dave & Buster's. I'll tell you more about what that's all about later. Hurricane Hotline at 7, the big oh! 8 to 10. That's obscene. At the sandbar in the grove, Eddie K at 10, and then we got uh, Sporting News Radio. Hey, I've been telling you for years why you need to call Dial a Mattress toll free at 1 800 Mattress. Well, here are just a few more reasons why I ought to be calling them today. Because Dial a Mattress backs up everything they say in advertising 100%, but their competitors still lie like crazy. When you see a mattress ad making outrageous claims, our advice is read the fine print, please. There are a lot of lies waiting for you out there. Here's an example the ads with big headlines tell you free frame, free setup. Free removal, but the tiny print underneath says it only applies to luxury models or you have to live so close to the store you'd be their neighbor or it's for something you don't need like a frame. And guess what? Most people don't need frames and stores won't apply the credit to something else instead, so it's useless. 
It seems there's always a reason why the promotion doesn't apply to whatever you're buying. But at Dial-A-Mattress, the ads have no tiny print, no disclaimers, no lies, no BS. Every Dial-A-Mattress delivery includes free setup and free delivery. Whether it's a top-of-the-line set or a twin mattress for a bunk bed, Dial-A-Mattress delivery terms apply wherever you live. No exceptions. From Kendall to Stewart, Palm Beach to Fort Myers, Dial-A-Mattress reminds you to read the fine print because they want you to know what you're buying, even if you decide not to buy from them. So what are you waiting for? Do what I've been doing for years and all the other smart people are doing now, too. Pick up that phone. It's the easiest purchase you'll ever make. That one simple call, 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, or log on to mattress.com for the honest way to buy you a great new bed. My, my and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM. Get a tower for vital power. The sight of Janet's teeth makes him power. So indignant is he that now the FCC will save his soul from nudity on the TV. If it was not for his daddy, he would not be there. So now he has to care about what's on the air. Keep it in the Stone Age, put your burger on today, and watch TV the Saudi Pax American way. In a tower for Michael Powell. The sight of Janet's teeth makes him howl. Justifying his position that he got through nepotism, what a spoiled incompetence work. Absolutely. I'm just reaching. Okay. 1047 at 560 WQM. Well, I just, it's just my timing. I won't ask bad. for what? For the facts that you just sent me. Ah. You might already well, know. Let's this. see. I, I have this, uh, well, here we go. Just in case. This, this is, uh, in line with the other story that I told you I got here. Uh, the morning shows at Clear Channel's WEBN Cincinnati. These are Clear Channel stations, by the way, and Entercom's KRXQ uh, in Sacramento are targeted in separate indecency complaints filed by listeners at the FCC. The complaint against EBN's Dawn Patrol was filed on March 4th by a Cincinnati-based activist group. The name of the group is, uh, I don't know, it's whatever there. it is. And the one against KRXQ's Rob, Arnie, and Don has been at the commission since late 02. The FCC hasn't issued a ruling on either complaint yet. According to the Cincinnati Inquirer, Citizens for Community Values has been taping the Don Patrol since last fall. That's the group. Citizens for Community Values. They always sound so righteous and pure and decent and wonderful. And they're a bunch of right-wing uh, fascists is what they are. You almost said something else. What? I heard you're thinking. No, that's exactly what I was saying. Uh, I didn't almost say Listen. Leave it to me to find the stumbling blocks. Don't stick any in there, okay? okay. Now you're starting to act like the Beasleys. You're starting to put uh, hurdles in there when there weren't any in the first place. Included in its complaint are 11 different allegedly indecent incidents in which it, if which it found actionable could fetch a maximum fine of $302,500 under existing rules. The broadcast included descriptions of sexual activity and scatological references. The FCC confirmed with the inquiry it received the complaint but wouldn't comment further. Unlike the WEBN case, the KRXQ complaint was filed by one listener. James Peake told the Sacramento Bee he was disgusted by Don Rossi's description of her menstrual period and other comments the morning team made about women, colon cleansing, and other subjects. In a February 24th email to Peake, Assistant Chief Investigations and Hearings Dana Levitt said the FCC should be re resolving this case in the very near future. In the very near future. And if you go to WEBN's website... That's 102.7 WEBN, the lunatic fringe of American FM is what they call themselves. Anyway, just uh, do WEBN.com. It's in Cincinnati. 
And they've got on their website a damn good thing. There's the American flag, and it says it's time to be heard. For years, there's been a concerted campaign afoot to destroy WEBN and its contribution to greater Cincinnati. And, of course, Cincinnati's a real, real right-wing, goose-stepping town. I mean, a real bunch of fascists there. WEBN, in fact, isn't that where they started on Larry Flint with Hustle Magazine? I'm pretty sure it was. Positive. Okay. WEBN's long history of entertaining and mobilizing its audience for good is under attack, as is your right as an adult to make your own decisions, whether they be for you or your children. Line 9 is ringing. I wonder who that is. QAM. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay. Good, good. Uh, I have two words for your poll, if you take, if you take any suggestions. or. <laughs> yeah, sure. It says, it's time that we quit letting the vocal minority decide for us what we can and cannot have access to. It's time to let these groups and our elected officials know that we have the right to, we value the right to choose. We want to let the use of the public airwaves continue to be dictated and rewarded by the public majority. You see, this is the insanity of the whole business in the first place. When one wacko out there makes a complaint, oh gee, well here we go, we're going to fine you, we're going to threaten your license, uh, even if it's a city of 15 million people. If one nut job in New York City makes a complaint against Howard Stern or anybody else, oh gee, well here's the complaint, you're going to have to pay a big fine, even though there might be 80 trillion people listening. How is that possible? It's like saying that if one person didn't like a flavor of Campbell's soup, they'd have to stop making it because he filed a complaint with the Campbell Soup Company. See my catch my drift? Mm -hmm. If one person didn't like uh, Chef Boyardee spaghetti with meatballs in a can, they'd have to stop uh, making a spin. They'd have to come up with some other shape of the pasta. Stick with the rigatoni. I like tortellini. It says there are plenty. Of, this is on the EBN website. There are plenty of examples. I hate tortellini. There are plenty of examples around the world that demonstrate the consequences of letting one small group dictate the morality and the decision making for the whole. Afghanistan and Iraq come to mind. You want to trade with them? If you want to live in a city or a country that lets the few rule the many, just sit back and do nothing, and nothing is what you'll have to choose from. Are you tired of being told that you can't watch, listen to, or read a variety of programming or literature because you obviously can't handle it, or someone in his or her ivory tower can't? Are you tired of being told that you're too stupid to raise your own children and that since radio, TV, movies, and billboards are ultimately responsible for their upbringing, that your choices will soon be made for you? These well-organized few have done their best to speak on your behalf. Are you ready to do something about it? Let your voice be heard before it's completely taken away. Frog Nation is on the move. Don't get left behind, says uh, WEBN. That's their their deal, Frog Nation. The ability to sound off is a privilege treated as such. Use, don't lose your head. Following is a list of people need to know how you feel. And the very first thing they've got there is a link to petition to the FCC, www.stopfcc.com. Nice going. You go, boys. Then they've got a link to the FCC's website. They've got the uh, phone numbers and the uh, email addresses for Michael Powell and all the other obnoxious members of the FCC, Kathleen Abernathy, Michael Copps, Jonathan Edelstein, and Kevin Martin. And then they got the uh, number for the Citizens for Community Values, the so-called CCV in Cincinnati, which is the group that's hassling them. And then there are, state, there are Ohio senators and, and representatives. Hell of a job. WEBN.com, as they're under fire. Everybody who wants to say anything is under fire. And, of course, the ones who are really getting it uh, big time are you listeners out there. You can't enjoy a little bit of humor anymore because the FCC, now, now we don't just have the word police, we have the humor police because they're interpreting right. what we mean. That's mm -hmm. right. The meaning. That's why I'm trying to tell you, don't be playing no whips and chain sounds because they, no matter what you call it, they know what you mean. Uh-huh. They're inside your haid, mister. They know exactly where you're coming from. You're a prevert. Well, what a giveaway. And they're going to find everybody big time. This is fascism right in front of your face. They stole the election in 2000 right out in public, right out there in front of everybody else. 
And the public sat back and, oh, let's watch some golf. And now they're stealing uh, radio and TV. And next thing they want to do, just like that other uh, uh, article said, next they want to move into cable and then, of course, into satellite TV and satellite radio. And right. then after that, it'll be the Internet. And Freedom of speech in America is just about history, and the public is sitting back, and the media's on there talking caca, man. It's a miracle I can still even say that. For now, wait till the next memo. Which of these words or sounds do you find most offensive? We asked. We got 441 votes already in about 40 minutes. 441. The people are really pissed off and fired up, I'll tell you that. None of the above, 80.2%, 354. And I'm not even going to waste my time going down. Fart sounds 12. Who? Alrighty. Well, excuse us. We apologize for those 80 trillion fart sounds we've had the last uh, several years on this show, but you won't hear them no more. That's the good thing. A lot of those comedy bits you used to hear, you won't hear them. No more. That's right. No more. A lot of those words. No more. No more. All that filth and crap. You won't hear it no more. Everything is going to be pure as the driven snow, as a bar of ivory soap. 99 and 44, 100% pure. Only in our case, it'll be 110% pure just to be on the safe side. Just to make sure we're going to be really pure. Live and local. This, this is 560. The radio's all yours now. QAM. WQAM. Coming up next on Queer Eye for that Palestinian guy, we make over Yasser Arafat. He's trying to take over the PLO again from that Muhammad, what's his name? If he's to succeed, he needs some help. No kidding. I mean, what is up with that do-rag? I mean, it's so five minutes ago. Really? And that scraggly beard. I mean, who are you? It's going to be our biggest challenge ever, but we're ready to scrap that drab wardrobe and transform Yesser from a Ringo Starr look-alike to a... Well, if, well, he's still going to look like Ringo, but just cleaner. We need to do something about those glasses, too. Oh, we're going to be doing just a ton of things on the next Queer Eye for that Palestinian guy. Thursday night today. It's 11 o'clock at 5.60. A moderately uh, happy Thursday to you, March 18. A really dismal day. Every day is becoming dismal now because each day there's more and more edicts coming down. Dismaler and dismaler. More and more prohibitions. You can't say this and you can't do that. And you certainly can't make those sounds. And, uh, and we, still, we still can do that. That's the good news. <laughs> See, let's look on the bright side. Okay. It's got let's our look blessings. at it as the glasses are millions full instead of like 99 millions empty. That's right? a Christian song. Count right. Blessings, name them. Exactly. One by one. Now, I'm looking up, before we even continue, I'm looking up and down this list of uh, the latest list of prohibited words according to the Beasley attorneys. And, and keep in mind, I'm not knocking the Beasleys for this because, generally speaking, in spite of the fact they're a bunch of right-wing nose pickers, uh, over these last six and a half years, they've been pretty supportive, you know? They yes. haven't said, oh, don't say this and don't do that. They've been uh, pretty, uh, they've been okay. But uh, all of the companies now, and didn't I say this a couple of weeks ago when this crap first started, are uh, peeing in their pants. They're soiling themselves. Because the threat is coming down from up above, and like, uh, what, you better uh, toe the line or we're going to fine you $80 trillion and take away your license and uh, take away that uh, banjo that you play up in the tree and uh, take Bob Vermouth and spirit him away. Well, see, nothing's all bad. But when I look up and down this list and I see the word dick, for example, on this list, it seems to me that that's a name. Okay? 
How do you say the president now? Uh, Dick Nixon, you could say Richard Nixon, because that was, uh, you know, some mm -hmm. people called him Dick Nixon, some people called him Richard. The right. vice president goes by the name of Dick Cheney. Now, if anybody in Naples or any place else in uh, America tells me that I can't call the vice president by his real name, and, of course, we can't say the word that I would prefer to use, but uh, the a-hole word, so I would just call him Dick Cheney. That's uh, his name. So if you're going to tell me I can't say that, well, I'm going to tell you you're full of it. How do you like that? Oh, see that? That was bad. Yeah, see? No, that, that was just a, no, that wasn't a real sound. That, that was just a make, that was just a test one. Sounded like it to me. Nah, uh, 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 that was just a test. Okay. I was just clearing my, uh, teeth. <laughs> Palette. So, uh, that's one that I have a little bit of problem with. But anyway, 80.6% say none of the above do they find most offensive or even a little bit offensive or offensive at all. But the goody two shoes out there, I hope you're just, I hope you're all swollen up, man with pride and excitement and enthusiasm as you continue making America into a third-rate country, not even a second-rate country, a third-rate country. See, I used to love America, what it was, what it stood for, what it represented. Now, oh, forget about it. I despise what it's become and what it's becoming every single day, a fascist state of mindless idiots, of mindless goose-steppers. And I'm going to tell you, this uh, the Scott guy up in New York, it deserves a lot of credit. And it's not only us. I mean, Stern's got a link to it, although he's certainly not promoting it because it's not all about him. But WEBN in Cincinnati, that's the first link they have on there because they agree with this idea. You know, Jicka asked me last night, he said, well, do you think anything can come out of this? I said, you know, nothing ventured, nothing gained. we got to give it a try. If we can get millions of signatures from all over the country on this, you better believe in an election year the politicians are going to sit up and take a look at it and pay some attention. And understand that the people are pissed off and fired up. And the good news is we can still say that. Oh! Yeah. That's why I started the show with that this morning, because we can still say... Pissed off gets me fired up when I hear someone say that. Oh! Now, tomorrow might be a different story, right. so we've got to get it in several times today, because we may never be able to play it again. Right. Maybe we'll get one of these every day. Might be a whole bunch of these things. All of these things. Right. We'll start a book. But anyway, stopfcc.com. I notice every time I check it out here, last uh, since we've been on the air this morning, three or even four of the five of the last names that have signed a petition are from Florida. And I'm grateful for that, that people are finally responding. See, I said to myself a long time ago, uh, you know, I'm not doing any more of these campaigns that so far save our First Amendment rights. I'm not going to get involved because we're not going to change the world on some stupid-ass radio show with some marginal signal here at the ass end of the radio dial. What are we going to do? That's basically talking about the same ball games 20 hours a day anyway. And yeah. we're going to change uh, the course of human events. But in this particular case, somebody, a few people got to open up a mouth. Those people are in Cincinnati. They're making an effort. Scott in New York, he's trying to do something. So I think that, you know, it's real easy because we say, gee, look, we're doing a great job. We had two or 3,000 people on there in just a couple of days. Well, that's a good start. Right. We're past New York State by 1,107. But in the meantime, how come we haven't had 15, 20,000 people sign their uh, names on this? Just about everybody out there has got a computer either at work or at home or a friend who's got one or they can go and steal one right now. How come we aren't getting thousands and thousands of people, especially in, late, in, 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 light, in light of what's going on now? Every single day, whatever you enjoyed before, whatever we could do to entertain, to put a smile on your face, to amuse you, whatever it was, not anymore. And don't give me the goody-two-shoes argument about, well, you see, Neil, this filth has got to go. What filth? We're talking about adults. Somebody's... The average adult listener is offended by a fart sound, 
only if he's standing in a crowded elevator or online at Publix or at the track. Joe says, normally I would say a smart, uh, what well, is something smart for the poor like Howard David's name is offensive or Michael Powell. I'm not offended by names, but how about, no, no, see, this, this Joe doesn't get it. That's already one of the seven, see. We, we don't need any additions, any uh, suggestions for this poll. See, this is the problem. We get silly people out there. We don't need any additions. That's already one of the prohibited seven. See you next time, Joe. A commentator was fired from National Public Radio's flagship station for Southern California for inadvertently allowing an obscene word to be broadcast, said yesterday that the incident has had a chilling effect on her former colleagues. Sandra Singh Lowe also said she was surprised to be caught up in the nation's indecency debate, along with Howard Stern, Bubba the Love Sponge, and Janet Jackson. Lowe was fired from Santa Monica-based KCRW-FM after a technician failed to bleep an intentional use of the F-word during a February 29th radio commentary on knitting. It was a commentary <laughs> on knitting, and she got fired. That I could get fired over this has everybody in a white-hot panic, Lowe told guests of a Beverly Hills Bar Association luncheon on censorship, the FCC, and Justice Department. I think I've got more media attention than would merit for a person who works for 150 bucks a week, she said. Lowe was offered her job back, but declined to resume the low life on KCRW. That was the name of her show, The Low Life. That's a good name. That's cute. Other panelists offered a range of opinions on the indecency issue, which has prompted legal action by federal lawmakers. Parents Television Council Executive, there they are again, Director Tim Winter, largely blamed the FCC for failing to enforce its rules and clearly spell out what content is not acceptable to broadcast. I believe that, frankly, this case should not have gotten to the place where you, low lost your job over it, but the station should have been warned for an indecency violation, Winter said. First Amendment attorney Stephen Rode, a past president of the ACLU of Southern California, said he was worried that the FCC's recent crackdown could lead to the stifling of political views. No kidding. We cannot trivialize the threat that's posed when you empower an arm of the government, in this case the FCC, to have power over the ideas that are expressed, Rhodes said. Part of the problem is vague wording. Here, I want, to, I want you to listen very carefully. Part of the problem is vague wording of the legal de definition of obscenity, said Jeffrey Douglas, chairman of the Free Speech Coalition and an attorney for members of the adult industry. There is no possible way that an artist or anyone else who is attempting to communicate can tell in advance how the material will be deemed by a jury based on local contemporary community standards, Douglas said. Of course, that's out the window anyway, that local stuff. Right. As VP standards and practices for Fox Cable News, Darlene Lieblich said the networks are largely protecting the public from words and images that would not raise an eyebrow in international markets. See, even somebody from Fox made sense. Around the rest of the world, wouldn't even raise an eyebrow. The atmosphere in the cable industry right now is one of great fear that we are going to be scrutinized and regulated, Lieblich said. How do you like that? Even the people at Fox are peeing their pants. Because they're not sparing anybody, even their good close friends and high contributors at Cheap Channel, they're slapping them all over the place, and they're not enjoying it. Finds up the old shoot. Here's a fact that says, if I fart, oh, I can't say that. You can say it, you just can't do it. Says if I pass gas next to Michael Powell, I'll get arrested. The answer to that is yes. yes. P.S. If you fart in the forest, will the FCC hear you? The answer to that is yes. yes. See what the border says, uh, Eddie. We'll keep uh, the light on for you, Eddie. Wow, just uh, just a whole pile of this stuff. Just you know, and I don't want to do this every day. What I don't want to sit here do? and do the huh? What else are we gonna do? Sports? 
No, but I mean, I don't want to keep dwelling on the same thing and banging away on it like we're on some kind of a crusade. But you know what? We're on some kind of a crusade. Somebody's got to be. Well, show a lot of people ought to be. The whole industry ought to be. And somebody there in the building asked me this morning, well, this, this list that they just faxed you guys, does this apply to, apply to Power 96 too? Well, of course it should. I wonder just how carefully they're monitoring the lyrics of that hip-hop stuff that they're playing on Power 96. That's funny. Well, what, it's funny. Maybe it's funny to you. It's not funny to these fascists who want to regulate everything under the sun. All they got to do is let one on the ear and the stuff is going to hit the fan. I guarantee you that right now. See? It's already hitting the fan. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. I'm thinking very seriously of playing music. Yeah, and I mean that would be the easy way out, but it would also be, and I certainly wouldn't play any music that had any of those words in it. Absolutely you know? not. Maybe instrumentals would be. How good. about polkas would be good? Right, instrumental, no lyrics. Frankie uh, Yankovic. Can you say that? We got weird Al Yankovic. We can say that. So I guess we can say Frankie Yankovic. Of course, that's a paid commercial. We can say anything in those. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I wanted to talk to Neil. Speaking. Hey, Neil, how are you, buddy? Pretty good. Well, I um, I, I fit uh, all the anti-stereotypes. Uh, Cuban-American, Democrat. All right. And You're the one. And don't support GW in any way, obviously, being a Democrat. But I'm a Christian. Yeah. So can you imagine that? I'm a Christian. I'm what, a Democrat. What brand? Cuban American. Yeah, what, what, what brand of Christian this week? What brand? <laughs> Don't lie. Don't lie. Answer honest. Lutheran. No, you're not. You're not. You're not recording this, are you? Lutheran. Yes. Jesus Please. Christ. Wow. Please don't let the people of my church know that I'm that I'm a Democrat. You're not uh -oh. saved. You're going to they might they might put me up on the cross. Hey, no, I was curious. And then Mel where? Gibson can make a movie out of it, and make another two hundred million. Exactly. Where can I find that information on Mel Gibson, where he was uh, questioning the uh, El Presidente? Um, I'm trying to think of which article. There's a whole bunch of articles where he said that. Just, just do a search on Mel Gibson because all the recent articles, that's what he's been talking about. Oh, oh, in, in, fa in, in fact, uh, gee, I think maybe somewhere he was uh, on the Sean Hannity show a couple of nights ago. Oh and boy! He, and of course, Mr. that's not Mr. Right Wing himself. Right, and that's not what he was supposed to be talking about. And somewhere along the line, he started uh, getting into a thing about how he's uh, not too crazy about uh, Bush lately. He's having second thoughts about him because of uh, the war in Iraq and the way he's handling it. And Hannity changed the subject real fast. It says in the article. So do a search either on Hannity or uh, Mel Gibson or like both, and you'll you'll find it. Well, when, when I don't know if you saw the interview that Mel did with uh, I believe it was Diane Sawyer. No. Well, at the end of the interview, you know, it says there's been so much controversy and everything. I'm really, really tired, and I'm going to go into hiding, and no one's going to be able to find me. Mm -hmm. And so Diane Sawyer says to him, so where are you going to go? He says, I'm going to go hide with the weapons of mass destruction. Oh, listen, I got a New York Daily News is <laughs> that very That was a funny. great line. I used that at church. Nobody thought it was funny. It's great. Listen to me. The uh, article in the New York Daily News... Okay. Uh, it, w it was in yesterday, and the head, it's uh, Hanukkah by Mel. Yeah, he wants to make a movie about Hanukkah now. <laughs> but it, it, let, let me just read you the last couple things i got to go. It says, Gibson talked politics as well as religion during the Hannity interview. One of a small number of Hollywood conservatives, Gibson said he thinks a lot of what President Bush does is good, but he's been having doubts of late. It's to do with all these weapons of mass destruction that we can't seem to find, and why did we go over to Iraq in the first place? The conservative talk show host, a Bush supporter, Hannity, quickly changed the subject, it says. Beautiful. Have a great day, Pally. All right, thanks. Thanks. And I'll see you down under. 11.13 at 5.60 WQAM. If you're in a dead-end job, if you're not making enough to have two nickels to rub together, 
which I think is not legal anymore anyway, if you're overworked as well, here's the answer for you. Make one simple call that can change your life in a big, fat way. Just call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN because the people at Fast Train can have you trained and certified for a real honest-to-goodness, high-paying computer network professional career. They can do it in as little as four months' time. That's correct. You can be fully trained and ready for a new career in as little as four months. Fast Train offers day, evening, and weekend classes to fit around your schedule. Fast Train offers job placement assistance and financial aid to people who qualify, too. And with seven Florida locations, there's bound to be one nearby where you live. So don't wait. Don't sit on your ass a minute longer. Don't work for some putz out there that's uh, treating you like garbage. Pick up the phone, get yourself some training, and get a real job and a big fat paycheck that goes along with it. Check them out of the web at FastTrain.com and then make that call today. 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. Reed, there's a gentleman in a very sexy uniform out here wants to see you. Joe, it must be our friend from the RNC. Send him in. I am here to collect your voluntary donation to the Republican Party of George Bush. Oh, sure. Sure, here. Uh, will $500 million do? That is acceptable. Oh, fine, fine. Oh, thank goodness we cut back $50 on that pain in the ass Boca Bryce. Here you are. And may I say, on behalf of Beasley Acquisition, you're doing a fine job. Rocky Rococo will be pleased to hear that. <clears throat> and I can safely assume any programming brought into question will be, uh, overlooked. I am afraid I must now ask you to hand over your broadcasting license. What? But I just gave you... Is this about Neil? Because that can be taken care of. Believe me. He is no longer in this country. There is nothing we can do for now. So, what seems to be the problem? We understand you're a sports station. Yes, an all-American family fun. Not quite. With every touchdown scored, and with every basket made, your announcers do not say, Praise Lord Bush, our God. Well, it's a sport, a sports-based, uh, they're sport holes after all. They'll understand, I'll tell them. There is no time, your license is revoked, and you will remove your pants. But my pants? Remove his pants at once. Hey, what's the meaning of this? We cannot afford to have you leaving your office at the moment. I thought we had a deal. Be grateful you are alive. Goodbye. Well, he took my pants. Hmm. I'm sitting here in my Armani briefs. And it's time for my five-hour lunch. And I want my sushi. 11-19... At 560 WQM, catch all the NCAA action today with QAM for the Singular Wireless Fan Jam. Can we say that? Fan Jam? I'm not answering that. I'm not authorized. Jam on it. At Dave and Buster's in Hollywood, enter to win a 52-inch TV with surround sound and $300 cash. It gets underway at 2 with the Mad Dog this afternoon, followed by the Booster at 4. That's at Dave and Buster's this afternoon. Now, speaking of Mel Gibson, this story is so amusing. He's portrayed the crucifixion now, Mel Gibson, as a sight set on the tail that led to Hanukkah. Oi! The Passion of Christ director told WABC Sean Hannity yesterday that he's planning a movie based on a Jewish rebellion nearly 200 years before the birth of Christ. The story that's always fired my imagination is the book of Maccabees, Gibson said. It's about Antiochus, the king who set up his religion in the temple and forced them all to deny the true God and worship at his feet and worship false gods. The Maccabee family stood up, and they made war. They stuck by their guns, and they came out winning and continued. It's like a Western. The revolt is said to have begun when the king's officer tried to force a priest named Mattathias to make a pagan sacrifice. Who the hell was Mattathias? Oh, that guy over there. What team did he play for? 
Matt Tathias killed a man instead, and he and his followers fled to the hills to wage a successful guerrilla war that eventually liberated Jerusalem in 165 B.C. That victory led to the holiday of Hanukkah, when a tiny amount of oil lasted eight days as the Maccabees purified the temple in Jerusalem. A story about heroic Jews might insulate Gibson from charges of anti-Semitism leveled by the movie's critics, but some Jews might not take kindly to Gibson, a conservative Catholic, interpreting their history. Anti-Defamation League Executive Director Abe Foxman told the Orlando Sentinel recently that if Gibson dramatizes the rebellion, we'll lose. We, meaning the... Oy! Yids. <clears throat> How do you like that? So he figures made $200 million off Jesus, now why not make a couple hundred million off the Jews, too? Why not? Equal up. Sure. Oh, here's a cute story. A French artist allegedly traumatized by last week's Spain bombings was convicted of trying to run over a pedestrian he mistook for Osama bin Laden and was ordered to pay the man $615. This is true. It's from the A&P. The 35-year-old, identified only as Pierre, was sentenced Tuesday by a court in the southern France city of Montpellier to a three-month suspended prison term. The man he tried to run over was unharmed. Pierre's lawyer, David Mendel, said his client was the victim of a hallucination while driving Monday through Montpellier's historic center. The victim, a man in his 30s, was able to run from the oncoming car, which crashed along the side of a street. If it was Bin Laden, we would have won $5 million, Mendel said, referring to a reward. The Madrid train bombings, which killed two... Well, we know that. I didn't like that. He thought he was running over Osama Yamama. And maybe it was for the reward. Here's another cute story. Can we do a cute story? No. Well, I will anyway. Let me say it again. The thing about Dick Cheney. Hey, uh, Duff, you and Clarence better put your heads together, okay, if I can say that. Because it has to do with the usage of the word. There's another word on there, too, that we use on this station. In fact, Mad Dog says, I am a uh, one of those. Not and anymore. it depends on the usage of the word, see? But rather than that, let's just put a whole list of words so that pretty soon all you'll be able to say is that. Nothing else. In fact, rather than sending us a list of words, I got a much easier idea. I know what you're thinking. Why not just send us a dictionary? Right, of words we can. I'm sorry. Use. Why not just send us a big fat shinery? A word shinery. A frustrated Afghan soldier who couldn't afford to get married has been released without charge in Kabul after being caught having sex with a donkey, police said Tuesday. The soldier who was not identified was detained for several days last week after a young boy spotted him with the animal in an abandoned house in the southeastern town of Gardez. The man insisted he had no other choice but the donkey because he couldn't afford to pay a dowry to get married, the local police officer told Reuters. The man has since been released without charge. In many parts of Afghanistan, men must pay at least $3,000 to the parents of their prospective bride, making marriage difficult for many in a country where the average annual income is just a few hundred bucks. Under the strict Islamic rule of the fundamentalist Taliban regime overthrown in 2001, sex outside of marriage or bestiality were punished by stoning to death or flogging. All right. Excellent. Let's get it on the uh, 2020 this week. 5670560. Pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. Look at that. 79.3%. None of the above. Not offended by any of those words or sounds. But that means over 20% were offended. Oh, gee, I feel so bad. Don't you feel unclean now? Like all of this time we've been offending people? Filthy. Putting the clock back a hundred years ago. It's like going back to Oscar Wilde's time. I don't believe they should run them out of town. They're just like us, regular people. There's other kind of people they should run out of town worse than... There you go. They're talking about that Tennessee county wants to run them fags out of town, Rio County. 
<laughs> Commissioners may reconsider their vote tonight is the story on CNN. They may have to think about it a little while because even the people down the street that you just heard, they are they don't cotton to the idea. It's a little un American. TW, that word's got fifty one. As far as offensive on our pool. Fart sounds and uh, the P U word nineteen, the P U S word, C O word ten, D bag seven, A hole five, S bag three, the D word, Cheney's first name three. The PR word, which uh, the same thing, three. Hard Jeez. to figure out, two. And uh, booby, uh, the TI word, don't have any. It's got the big oh! none out of 587 votes. Even after all those injuries they've caused? Well, that's because they've been looking at Drew Barrymore, and they think, what's offensive about that? None. Well, the injuries that were caused to the little children of the country right. watching the Super Bowl halftime show, you bet. And you could put it Watching Justin's Tinkerbell. WQM, hello. Is Neil speaking? Hey Neil, uh, I just want to give your report. The state troopers are fixing to have a field day southbound 95 under the Ives Dairy overpass with a radar gun. Thanks for the good news, Pally. You got to have a nice day. And you too. Well, there's a good pig report for you. Haven't had too many of those lately. They're fixing to do it. Still something we can do, right? What? Get caught speeding? Yeah, you can still do that. <laughs> Forty-nine ninety-four. We're just six signatures away from five thousand for Florida. We're way ahead in New York. See, I, I just, I see. I don't listen to Howard because, first of all, he's not on the air here, and even if I were there, I wouldn't be listening. Plus, he isn't on the air there either, and I'm certainly not going to go online and go through that song and dance to try to hear his show. But I just am curious, since uh, you know we had that call from Scott, who called this show yesterday morning, who started this StopFCC.com thing, this petition drive. Uh, why aren't they pushing it more? They got a link to it on the uh, freestern.com website, but why aren't they pushing it? Is it just because it's not all about Howard? Uh-huh. Is that what it is? You think? That might be it. Because when New York State has only got 3,827 people who have signed that petition, something really stinks in New York, and I'm not talking about just the weather. And you'll be pleased to know the sun is shining here in Toronto, and we didn't get any of that snow that Buffalo and upstate New York are getting again. We only got like about a half an inch the other night when they got like a foot. They got a foot. In Buffalo, whatever you do, all you little kids out there, don't ever get caught dead in Buffalo or alive is even worse. It's bad. It blows. Can we say that? No. No. It stinks. Hey, if you're really starving and you want a real feast but don't want to spend all day cooking up a storm in the kitchen, Emerald Coast wants to do it for you. They'll cook it up like you've never seen. Start out with any or all of their six fantastic soups like they're uh, wanton. And then sample dozens of succulent entrees, including New York strip made order at their sizzling Asian grill, the new seafood Saint-Jacques, oysters on a half shell, Alaskan stone crab, middle neck clams, jumbo shrimp, scampi. What is it, jumbo one? See them. Scampi every night. If you still have room, sample their hand-carved primary, plus their new Thai specialties are out of this world, too. No MSG, no cornstarch. They use only cholesterol-free oils. You'll walk out of there with a big, fat, full stomach and a big smile on your puss. Their buffet features a full salad bar, new sushi bar, fresh... See him. Cocktail, too. And if you have any room at the end of this feast, believe you me, it's well worth the trip to the dessert station where you'll find Belgian waffles and pies and cakes and pastries and ice cream with all your favorite toppings, even fresh fruit. It's a feast fit for a king, queen, a prince, or a princess. Three Emerald Coast locations for you. They're in Sunrise, Pine Island of 44th Street. They're on Collins Avenue, just north of 163rd and North Miami Beach. And also you'll find Emerald Coast at the intersection of Flamingo and Pembroke Roads in prestigious Pembroke Pines. So take the old family book your next business luncheon and let our friends at the Emerald Coast do all the cooking for you. It's fantastic, fresh, delicious stuff. Take out and delivery always available too. Call 954-572-3822. 954-572-3822 for the unbeatable Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. 
Hi, I'm Joey D, formerly of Joey D and the Starlighters. I'm also founder of the Rock and Roll Rest Home, where we provide care and treatment for many of the rock and roll stars you've loved so much in the past, but whose lives have been destroyed by crooked record companies. Stars like Mr. D. Clark over here. You can plainly see why we need your help. Over here we have Danny Lupitas, who sang rhythm for the Gavones. Every now and then I try to help him out. It's okay, Danny. It's okay, calm down. I will help you. I wonder why I love you like I do. Please show your support by sending your checks to 442 Glenwood Avenue in Surf City. Our email address is brunswick.swan. For more information, just call Beachwood 45789. Thank you. 27 Gold Newman at 560 WQM. New gym, gymnast to get the key to the city. We got 5,008 people, by the way, have signed from Florida on stopfcc.com. We went over the 5,000 mark. 5008. That's 5008. New gymnasts to get the key to the city. Three former Romanian gymnasts who were banned for their nude appearances in a Japanese magazine and adult movie are to be offered the key to the city in Bucharest. Bucharest Mayor Tarion Basescu says he wants to show his support for the girls' gesture of having the courage to do what they want with their lives. He told uh, the Liberté uh, newspaper, I'll give three gymnasts the key to the city of Bucharest after January 1 as soon as they'll be able to come and take it. The world must understand their former professional activity and the gesture they recently did are two different things. Now they're allowed to do whatever they wish with their lives. The former gymnasts were criticized after they posed naked for a Japanese magazine and filmed in the nude in an adult movie which was broadcast by a private TV network. The mayor of Bucharest is also a controversial uh, figure, and Romania is the man who wanted to call all the stray dogs of the city. Oh, that's nice. Call. Isn't that a cute word? Oh, we're calling all of those uh, mad cows. Mm-hmm. Sounds like kill. Killing me. This Earl that just uh, sent this fax, man, what kind of drugs is Earl on? This hold up FCC, this, this hold FCC uproar is just another weapon of mass distraction. More will be launched. As common sense thinkers, we need to stay focused and keep President Bush and his handlers, yes men, back on their heels. Attack, attack, it says. Attack, attack. A nail. Get some help, Earl, please. Cuban Pete says, do you realize you guys can't even play the young needle pit anymore? Yeah. Good luck. We all need it. Now, what, what, what is it in Young Neil that we can't say? Oh, there's probably a couple words in there starting with A. Does, do I say that in there? I don't know. I don't remember. I'm not going to find out. See, I, I got a great idea. I'm thinking maybe we'll do it tomorrow. Take a whole show and we'll play as much as we can. Right. Drop it. Dump it. Stuff that we aren't going to be able to play anymore, but. I'm singing this song and I'm feeling kind of sad. Okay. So <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not going right up to the edge, mister. No way. No way, Jose. No way, Jorge. No chance. That's one of, that's one of my favorites, too. Sure, I know. Little bitty ditty. Rhymes with pretty. But anyway, can't play that no more. I mean, there's so many of them we can't play. I'll, I'll give you one that uh, is a classic. Oh. Can't play this no more. That's golden. 
Oh, yeah, golden and olden in uh, history. Now, you see, if we had, uh, with our large, gigantic staff <laughs> that we have here on the Neil Rogers Show, if we had some creative people, they could take some of these songs and, like, uh, put gigantic and take out the whole word. You know, where you're born a... And then uh, what would we have? Huh? And then what would we no, have? No, it would be, it would make its point. It would be uh, amusing, be you know. Nauseating. It might amuse you. Or not, as the case might be. WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Let me turn you down. Please, must, turn me down. You must not have had uh, CNN fired up just now. I uh, just had it on it. What did I miss? Ray County, Tennessee. I, I just I just put it on. I just got through talking. I put uh, some of the audio on the air. Oh, you did? Yes. Yeah, I just, I just, just turned you on right after I saw that. Right. That's incredible. The, the, everything's going, everything's blowing up. Everything, no, I can't say that. You're gone. He said the B word. Can't say that. Can't say that no more. Everything's f***ing up is what you should have said, see? We'll, we'll teach you, folks. It's going to be a whole new deal. Oh, uh, Jim Stork is uh, announcing his bid to run for Clay Shaw's seat in Congress today. Jim Stork, an old friend of mine, bakery owner who served two years as Wilton Manor's mayor, will announce today his run for U.S. Congress seat to uh, represent District 22 against the unctuous right-wing Clay Shaw. Stork 37, a Democrat, will run against longtime Republican incumbent E. Clay Shaw, seeking his 13th term. Maybe 13 is an unlucky number, Clay. Stork said he decided to run because he was unhappy with national politics. We can do better as a country, said Stork, who owns Stork's Cafe and Bakery in Wilton Manors. I've seen what's been happening as far as economics, education, health care, and environmental politics policies. We're heading in the wrong direction. I feel, feel we need to hold these people accountable who support bad politics, he said. Stork said he wants to bring fresh ideas to Capitol Hill. But... Jim Kane, a local pollster and publisher of the Florida Voter Newsletter, said Stork's chances are slim in the Republican-heavy district. It's a wealthy district, and most of the residents there tend to vote Republican. Yada, yada, yada. Well, we'll see. Good luck to you, Jimmy. You'll need it. 5670560, pound 560. How are we doing on the poll here? I'm not reading the poll result as much as usual because it's uh, kind of tiresome with, with all the initials. 78% offended by none of the above. Out of 642, that's not as good as it should be when you come right down to it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. See, this is the problem. We got too many lukewarm people out there, okay, who don't want to like. Uh, come. You can't like support us halfway. See, it's like it's like casting a half a vote for John Kerry, or well, I'll I'll give you a quarter of my vote. You know, it's like that thing in California, the story we had the other day about they want to let 14 year olds vote, but they're only going to count 14 year olds like for a third of a vote, and if you're 15 to 17, like a half a vote. Remember that? Right. Same thing. I'll give a half a vote to Kerry and about a tenth of a vote to Bush and a hundredth of a vote to Nader. I mean, what is that? Well, we support you, Neil, but we sure don't like those sounds. Oh. See, first of all, the TW word we don't say on this show. The PU word is used only uh, in a totally different context. Fart sounds, uh, I have no problem with those, and it's very sad that we got to get rid of those because they're, they're funny. Twenty-one people said they're offended by that. Well, you know what? Tell with you. I think they're funny as hell. They give you a little chuckle, especially when, when you get one where you don't even expect it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the CO word 13, D-bag 9, A-hole 6, which means Sonny Fox ain't listening no more. In fact, that, that's a good one for us to play. Where the hell is it? Here it is. Hi, this is Sonny Fox, and I listen to Neil Rogers because I can hear the word.
Yeah, that's what you think. <laughs> right. I got that quick figure, uh, finger, Sonny. Believe you me. In fact, well, every time I think of Sonny Fox, I hold it straight up in the air, that finger. 20 till noon at 560, your station for the new millennium, QAM. Live, Live and local. We're Sports Radio 560, QAM. I'm any worse than Neil Rogers. There's no need to feel down or have no feet that you can touch to the ground a new eyeball. So put your glass eyeball down. There's a place you can be happy. Flatters. There's a special today or some fingers. It's double coupon day if you're buying less than ten parts. You'll find you can use their new express line. They sell the body parts at UCLA. They sell the body parts at UCLA. They have everything from a thumb to a jaw. All you need is your own saw. You get your body parts at UCLA. All sorts of body parts at UCLA. You can get a new heart, even a naughty part. You can put it on your credit card. 1146, 14 to noon at 560 WQAM, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Here's a great article by um, Charles Fraser in The New Nation. Gift wrapping Islamophobia. Don't let me forget to read that before the end of the hour. In fact, maybe I'll do it right now, or should I take a call? WQAM, hello. Prozac. What is it? Prozac. Prozac? Oh, yeah, we'll get you some, okay? Prozac. Oh, he's got plenty. I'm sure he does. He's got Pro, he's not Prozac. He's a funny guy. <laughs> he's one of George's good friends. WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I just wanted to, um, make a suggestion to you. You know, you can't play a lot of the bits because of the, uh, fascist, uh, commie, uh, communication system. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, you know, you have a lot of the bits on, uh, on your website. At least people will be able to listen to them on the website. Yeah. Well, we were we were kicking around the idea of making up. Uh, in fact, now that we got this, we can do one every month. We can do the disc of the month, you know. Yeah. And, or, uh, just, or like you know, you have a bunch of them on there now. Just you know, I know there's a lot of bits that you play. Mm -hmm. Just taking you know, switch them around every so often. Often on the website. Yeah, that's a possibility. We can have the uh, the the hit. The, in fact, we could put a different one on there every day. Yeah. I mean, at least people will still be able to hear the ones now that uh, that we can hear because of because of FCC. Exactly. Well, that that should uh, carry us out of the year thirty five hundred. Yeah, exactly. Okay, thanks, Pally. All right. See ya. Bye. Here's a fax from a very very chronic faxer. It says, "I have a fond farewell to the most classic bit that will not be able to play anymore. The Wayne Huizenga hole." Song is gone. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, this, this memo today, I mean, this eliminated so many more. I mean, we said as of yesterday, we thought about 70% mm -hmm. of the, of the 5,000 comedy bits that we have in the, and drop-ins and the DCS were gone. I'd say now it's more like about 90%. Maybe. Wouldn't you? Sure. 80 at least. I mean, uh, just, just taking a look here, what I got right. on here. Put that thing away. You can't play that for sure. No. Uh, pee in the well. Pee, can't play that. No. Push bananas you know where. Can't play that. We can play this. 
Isn't it funny how some tastes just take you back? Like when you were a teenager. Remember sitting on your porch on a cool summer evening, popping a zit with your fingers and then eating it? Well, the great taste is back at the Puss Palace. Yes, delicious, creamy, soft-serve pus in a cone or a dish with your choice of toppings. All the great tastes of your body you enjoyed as a kid, like warm earwax, scab chips, and our new booger bits, the Puss Palace. I scream, you scream, we all scream for pus. Okay, now see, we can play that, although I find that a lot more disgusting and offensive than sure. any of the things on this list here, but nevertheless, what do I know? And I noticed that the anti-people, which is so typical of South Florida, the anti-people, now that I made that comment, which was a mistake on my part, but I don't care. Now we're down to 76.8% mm-hmm. who say none of the above. We'll find none of this stuff yeah. offensive. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we're going to show you, Neil. Ah, we're going to call all our neighbors and let them vote on there. That's okay. Because <coughs> it's not going to change anything anyway. 701 votes, though, in an hour and a half. Even Even Josh can't believe that. It's amazing. 701 an hour and a half. We'll not only go over a thousand today, we'll go like, God, I don't even want to predict where we're going to go. Maybe the hell in a handbasket. Anyway, go get him, Neil. We're with you. Thank you very much, Chronic Factor. Thank you so much. And this guy hates Wayne like poison. And I second that emotion. Old Baldy, we hate you. Okay, let me get into this because I don't want to back myself up against the break. I hate when I do that. It's not that long. Giles Fraser, gift wrapping Islamophobia about the religious right in the new nation. He says, it all sounds innocent enough. Operation Christmas Child is a unique ministry that brings Christmas joy packed in gift-filled shoeboxes to children around the world. Over the past 10 years, 24 million shoeboxes have been delivered, making it the world's largest children's Christmas project. Every U.S. president since Ronald Reagan has packed a shoebox for Operation Christmas Child. In the U.K., thousands of schools, churches, and youth clubs are doing the same. Some will fill the boxes with dried-out felt-tip pens and discarded Barbie amputees. Others spend serious money on the latest Game Boy or Sony Walkman. But what many parents and teachers don't know is that behind Operation Christmas Child is the evangelical charity Samaritan's Purse. Their aim is the advancement of the Christian faith through educational projects and the relief of poverty. And a particular toxic version of Christianity it is. This is the same outfit that targeted Eastern Europe after the fall of Berlin Wall and was widely condemned for following U.S. troops into Iraq to claim Muslims for Christ. It's run by the Reverend Franklin Graham, chosen by George Bush to deliver the prayers at his presidential inauguration, who has called Islam a very wicked and evil religion. Graham, the son of evangelist Billy Graham, is from the same school of thought as General William Boykin, U.S. Deputy Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence, who described America as waging a holy war against the idol of Islam's false god and a guy called Satan who wants to destroy us as a Christian army. Across the U.K., children in multicultural schools are being encouraged to support a scheme that is quite understandably deeply offensive to Muslims. Under pressure from those who have complained that Operation Christmas Child is a way of promoting Christian fundamentalism through toys, evangelical literature will now be distributed alongside shoebox parcels from the U.K. rather than inside them, as if this really makes any difference. Little wonder that such organizations as the Fire Service in South Wales, which had allowed its depots to be used as collection points for shoeboxes, has decided to suspend its involvement. Other organizations are reconsidering their participation, too. What is most resented about Samaritan's Purse is the way it links aid to evan- and evangelism. We have no problem with people going into a country to do evangelical work, said Hodan Hassan, spokesman for the Council on American-Islamic Relations. But when you mix humanitarian work in a war-torn country with evangelism, you create a problem. You have desperate people, and you have someone who has food in one hand and a Bible in another. Christian missionaries in the 19th century India used to describe those who came to the mission station simply as 
for food as rice Christians. This became a derogatory term for those driven to accept Christianity out of hunger rather than genuine conviction. The accusation is that such groups such as Samaritan's Purse are creating a new generation of rice Christians in the Middle East. How might they be stopped? The answer is not quite as simple as erecting a firewall between Christian evangelism and social action, for Christianity is not neatly divisible into theory and practice. It's a form of praxis. Belief and action are ultimately inseparable. Ironically, it is the story of the Good Samaritan that provides one of the most effective put-downs to precisely the sort of Islamophobia displayed by Christian fundamentalists such as Graham. Jesus is asked, Who is my neighbor? The moral of the story he tells in response, at least the one most people remember from Sunday school, is that it is the man who is beaten up and left for dead that Jesus points to as our neighbor. Conclusion, we must help those in need. But that's not the story at all. A man is mugged in the Wadi Kelta between Jer Jerusalem and Jericho, whereas the religious pass by and do nothing. It is the Samaritan who offers care. Those listening to the story would have despised Samaritans. The words good and Samaritan just didn't go together. Indeed, theirs would have been the general Boykin reaction that Samaritans worship the idol of a false god. Therefore, in casting the Samaritan as the only passerby with compassion, Jesus is making an all-out assault on the prejudices of his listeners. If the story was just about helping the needy, whoever they are, would have been sufficient to cast the Samaritan as the victim and a Jewish layperson as the person who helped. Crucially, however, the hated Samaritan is held up as the moral exemplar. Conclusion, we must overcome religious bigotry. The story of the Good Samaritan in the hands of Franklin Graham is conscripted as propaganda for the superiority of Christian compassion to the brutal indifference of other religions, along almost the opposite of the purpose of the story. What is astonishing is that Christian fundamentalists have managed to persuade millions that their warped version of Christianity is the real thing, and that mainstream churches have sold out to the secular spirit of the age. The truth is quite the reverse. U.S. evangelicals employ selective biblical literalism to, to support a theology that systematically confuses the kingdom of God with U.S.'s burgeoning empire. It is no coincidence that the mission fields most favored by U.S. evangelicals are also the targets of neoconservative military ambition. To use Jesus as the rallying cry for a new imperialism is the most shameful reversal of all, for he was murdered by the forces of empire, the crossbook of Roman power, and just the way Black Hawk helicopters speak today of U.S. power. Schools and churches that are getting their children involved in Operation Christmas Child need to be aware of the agenda their participation is helping to promote. There is, of course, a huge emotional hit in wrapping up a shoebox for a Christmas child, but if we're to teach our children properly about giving, we must wean them off the feel-good factor. Instead, why not support Christian aid, which works with whatever the need and regardless of religion? Its current campaigns include working with HIV-AIDS orphans in Kenya, recycling guns in Mozambique, and highlighting the impact of the world trade rules on farmers in Ghana. Sure, we'll have to have some rather grown-up conversations with our children if we're to explain some of these things, but that would be time better spent than wrapping up a shoebox. We must get over our fondness for charity and develop a thirst for justice. The Reverend Dr. Giles Fraser, vicar of Putneyland, lecturer in philosophy at Wadham College in Oxford, England. How do you like that, eh? Good story. Huh? Good. You go, boy. Yeah. 76.9%, we're down under 77% of people who find all this stuff offensive because we can't say Schmidt no more in this uh, radio station and in this country. And the public is like that. How are we doing on StopFCC.com? We're making some progress there on our campaign. We're over 5,000, I know that. That thing should be so jammed up, man. Remember yesterday? Yes, I did. 5,043. I mean, since last time I looked at it, we got like 35 more people. Not good enough. Not good enough. We got Tara in Miami, whom I thank profusely. The other ones are like uh, from other places on last five. Over 53,300 signatures on that petition. 
And I'll tell you one thing. If what happened in the last 24 hours just to this show and on this radio station, if that's not enough to motivate you, then guess what? It ain't going to happen. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM. Hi, this is Dave Goldstein. But you can call me Geldy. Whenever I'm in town, I listen to... Wait a minute, I am in town. It's the 12 to 1 hour. Stop. Ladies and gentlemen, if I could offer only one tip for the future... Act strange, and people will leave you alone. The rest of my advice has no basis more reliable than my own meandering experience. Put a slinky around your neck and try to walk downstairs backwards headfirst. Sit naked in a large bowl of Rice Krispies and sing feelings while the kernels go snap, crackle, and pop. Go up to a ticket booth and try to stick your head through the hole where they say how much. Lick a stranger. Tell him you're from Bosnia and you're a country. It's a sign of respect. Take lots of pills. One of them might work. Occasionally ask a stranger if they've heard anything from Lewis. Be annoying. During an IRS audit, staple the guy's hand to his desk. Moon a funeral. Play Go Fetch with a seeing-eyed dog while he's working. Run naked through a mall yelling, Killer bees! Killer bees! Say the word titty without smiling. Oh, Try it? to figure yeah. out who said Paulie Shore should star in movies. I don't think. Don't be surprised if it's the same guy who said John Gacy should work with kids. Ask an old lady if you can carry her groceries and try to make a run for it. Disappear for great lengths of time. Try to touch your forehead with your tongue. It may not work, but many women will appreciate the effort. At a high school reunion, tell your old English teacher that your dog's still eating your homework. Ask Mark McGuire if he'll take a million dollars for one of his balls. Try to find the secret to Carrot Top's success. Understand your conception was an accident, that your parents got wasted and wanted a few more laughs before they passed out. Try not to lose your finger in your nose. Take up Bob Costas and toss him on the lawn next door. Go on a car trip with Bob Costas and force him to stay in his car seat. Try to dribble Bob Costas. Ask all your friends and family for forgiveness. Knowing you, you've done some crap that's really pissed them off. Wish no ill will to anyone, unless you don't like them. Then screw them, they're on their own. Realize anyone who says they're completely happy are completely full of crap. Ask a hell's angel if he's a woman or has he always walked like that. Understand that there are bad people in the world and you may just be one of them. Sniff an old lady. Imagine Gomer Pyle in a gay bar trying to get lucky. Do this without laughing. Find what's left of your innocence. Understand it, embrace it, protect it, and every so often, take it out for a nice nosh. Care enough not to care. Hum while you eat. Act strange, and people will leave you alone. Now, did you dump that before? Yes, I did. Good, good going. See, now I got George so nervous, now he dumped the T.I. word. Well, it's on the list. Well, no, it really isn't. It's in connection with the word bar, but nevertheless, we never don't want to take no chances, do we? No, no it's I'm not sure worth it. They mean that. 
They mean it. Well, That's if they right. mean it, they better say it. We we don't have any room for gray areas That's on this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Black we don't want to be white. like in the Atlantic. We don't want to be in the Indian Ocean. We want to be Pacific. All right. We want specifics on it. It's not like, well, uh, don't say it along with this, and don't uh, put sushi on your uh, pasta. You know, yeah. stuff like that. With all due respect to those brainy lawyers over there, that's much, uh, you know, worse than oh, these other things. They would know a radio if somebody bought them one. Anyway, this is a good fact. So I like this. I appreciate this sentiment. I mm -hmm. appreciate it. It says, an email that I sent to all my friends. I hope he's got a lot of friends. It says, if you enjoy your freedom of speech, if you like the not-so-clean jokes that you get via email, if you enjoy shows, radio, TV, cable, and satellite that are not TBN or the Christian Voice 24 hours a day, seven days a week, then you'd better act fast because the FCC is clamping down so much and will continue to do so until it's the only thing you can watch. We don't live in Iran where women have to cover up and all the TV and radio broadcasts are clean, religious, and pure. We turn to these media outlets for news and entertainment. Whether you think the Janet Jackson Super Bowl slip was a little over the top or not, it doesn't permit the FCC to take our rights away and make us live under restrictions that will make us feel like the Amish or even the people that are making that are living in Iran and Iraq. If you want to continue to live in the land of the free, you must visit this website and sign the petition that's on there, and then it's got the StopTheFCC.com. P.S. I usually can't stand emails that ask you to send them to other people so you can see something as funny appear on your screen. But this one is important, and if you don't sign the petition and forward this email to people you know, something really sad will appear on your TV set really soon. Sign someone that cares. Nice going, Pally. Excellent job. Amen. Here's a fact that says from another chronic, chronic faxer, Alex. Why doesn't anyone ever mention Bush's drug program on his right-wing show, or Russia's drug program? Uh, really, uh, it pisses me off. Well, because they screen the calls, and uh, generally speaking, uh, they're not going to put that crap on there, are they? No chance. They're all set up. They're all contrived. Right. Hey, Neil, are any of them obits clean enough for the radio? It's amazing that with all of this crap going on, all of your show hosts uh, don't acknowledge that any of look at Look at that. Isn't that something? Well, what do you expect from them? They're doing sports shows. Mm -hmm. They don't acknowledge any of it, and all they talk about is David Boston. It's getting ridiculous with the jock sniffers, says Alex. Like I said, nice job, Alex. Yeah. yeah. How about a little bit of support from all the other people on this radio station who are just as outraged as opposed to just going on and saying, oh, well, that don't affect me. I'm not worried about it. Right. Great. Here are the scores from last night. Six to four, three to two. Three to two in overtime. Well, that was the worst score, 4-3 in overtime. That was the worst goal that uh, Atlanta gave up. Norman, Norman, whatever his name is. That was the, in overtime. Anyway, you saw that, didn't you? Saw what? Here's one from Peter. Can you play the Bush Inspector bit? Right, Peter. Oh, dream on, sweetheart. Are you crazy or what? Yes. Oh. Sunday school Bush Inspector, rules. man, that ain't even close. You ain't going to hear that no more. Here's another fax that says... Paste this URL, and you guys will love it. And what? what is it? I, I don't know. I'm not going to go paste it. Impeach Bush. You're all, all this, okay, great. Just just calm down a little bit, okay? we got plenty of our own fish to fry here, all right? Those of you who think this is going to be the, the dumping ground, the catalyst for all these political movements, and we're going to change the world, and I'll cut the crap. We're having enough time just keeping a damn station on the air. And, and don't say crap anymore. No. But maybe once an hour. Duke. Oh, look at that. We're up over 77, 77.1%. Support the show. None of the above. See, if you if you really support the show, you're not going to vote for any of these other words or farts or stuff like that. You're not going to vote for that. So that means that a quarter of the audience out there, which I don't know why they listen, why they would subject themselves, because all of those other things, well, not all of them, a lot of them we never even said. See what I'm saying? Right. Some people like to be offended. 
That's why they're listening, so they that we can offend them for it. And obviously, we're not going to do nearly as good of a job now that we can't say no. or play all of these things. It's going to be weak. Can't play all of these things. Right. We can play that. Uh, let's see. Fart sounds, 25. So you see, this is bogus. Sure that, that's is. totally bogus. We just got a bunch of naysayers out there, little chilling, playing games. Probably Greg is on there voting. He probably, he probably, I guarantee if anybody in that building is farting a lot these days, it's him. Oh, <laughs> guaranteed. It's really interesting to like reach over here where they used to be on the bottom of the back, and they're just not there anymore. I mean, I could put. Uh, oh God! Nice to have Kurt back from the old WSUN in Tampa days. Oh God! Kurt, who finally got married by that uh, silly uh, broad over there with a the short skirt. Right, Susie. Susie short skirt. Brain enzyme, a fat-fighting tool. This is promising for us fat folks. Maybe. Whoa! Every time I see a story like this, I immediately print it out. And I sit there and I. Please, please. Scientists say an enzyme in the brain that monitors energy in cells also appears to regulate appetite and weight, a discovery that could lead to new treatments for obesity. All right. All right. The enzyme is known as AMP, activated protein kinase, or AMPK. Amke. Remember him, Louis Amke? Nope. Who's a, a mafia guy. Its activity is regulated by the hormone leptin, which is previously linked to uh, appetite suppression. Harvard researchers found in experiments with mice that when uh, Amki was inhibited, the animals ate less and lost weight. When Amki levels were boosted, the mice ate more and gained weight. Barbara B. Kahn, leader of the study, said the work identifies a new leptin signaling pathway and promised a new target in humans. Promising a new target. It'll affect drug development and approaches for, uh, for new preventions and treatments, Kahn said. Dr. David Cummings, the University of Washington obesity researcher who was not involved in her work, said the findings complement recent work in Britain in which the hormone ghrelin, an appetite-stimulating hormone, was also found to affect AMKI levels. Some researchers believe that AMP kinase might be more effective in weight control than leptin because it works more directly on appetite signaling at the end of the biochemical pathway in the brain. Well, let's get some, okay? Let me try some right now, okay? Give me a bunch. Call up Wilma and see if she's got some. She's got some good crap left over. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Oh, we're up to seventy seven point three percent. If we don't get over eighty percent by the end of the show today at two o'clock supporting us, then George is leaving. Yeah. Uh oh, that was a bad idea. <laughs> like I said, if we don't get over eighty percent, then George is staying. See that? Yeah. yeah. Now they're trying to figure that out. Well, what does that mean? Hmm. I mean. <laughs> 780 votes in less than two hours, Josh. 780 votes. And keep in mind that only one little teeny tart, uh, tart part of our audience can actually vote. How are we doing on that stopfcc.com business, huh? And, and I know there are a lot of people out there, oh, we're not going to waste our time with that. They won't do nothing. Well, what's your idea, okay, miss or mister? What are you doing about it? It's going to be really great when all you're going to be here is Dr. Franklin Graham on your radio on every channel and uh, that right-wing uh, James Dobson and Dr. Kennedy there from the House of Anti-Semitism in Coral Ridge. That's all you're going to have on your radio one of these days pretty soon if you don't get with it. Like the guy that sent that uh, email out to all of his friends, both of them. 5,086. We've moved about 1,255 ahead of New York. And again, this isn't... It's not a contest. I made it into it a little bit to try to, like, stimulate people to, you know, get on, on top of it. Thanks to Kenneth and Homestead, 
and Bruce in uh, Torch Key. Little Torch Key. Do you know what that is? I remember Little Deuce Coop. Yeah, it's right down there, kind of, you know, down here. Little US Torch way. Key. We got 53,497 signatures on Scott's StopFCC.com petition. And we're starting to close in a little bit on California. They got 8,170. We got 5,086. And I'll guarantee you, after another couple of weeks of this go by, we'll be right on top. We'll be leading the way. And what are the other people around the country doing about it? That's what I'd like to know. What's the Spurmeister doing? How come he's got a link to it there on his uh, freestern.com, but he's not plugging the hell out of this? He could have, if he's so powerful as he claims he is, and he could be if he wanted to, how come this thing isn't going over the top big time? How come they're not blowing the damn guts out of this website with the petitions, with signatures? Huh? This isn't about Neil Rogers. This isn't about Bob and Tom or Bubba the Love Sponge or Howard Stern. I keep telling you that every day. It's about fascism, man. It's right there in front of your face. You can't say this and you can't do that and you can't play the fart sounds. We, we've been doing these things for 20-some years. About 30, man. And all of a sudden somebody just decided out of nowhere, well, you can't do that. It's not decent. Based on what? And if you do, we'll find you $50 trillion. Jesus, don't Based lie on it. what? Based on a bunch of bureaucratic clowns who sat around and just made it up as they went along while the rest of the public was... And look at this. There you go. Our great military leader rallying the troops. A man who was AWOL and he's standing out there uh, in the full regalia. Who the hell is he kidding? In full rip. Yeah. 12.13 at 5.60 WQM. If you're in a dead-end job, and believe you me, don't get into radio as bad as it was before. Don't even think about it now. If you're underpaid, overworked, you don't have two nickels to rub together. Here's the answer for you. Fast Train gets you trained in a new high-paying computer network professional career, and they can do it in as little as four months. That's right. Just make that one easy call. Get off your ass. Because you can be fully trained and ready for a new career in, by the middle of July. Fast Train offers day, evening, weekend classes to fit around your schedule. They offer job placement assistance and financial aid for people who qualify who need it. Fast Train's got seven convenient locations to serve you. So if you're not making squat, if your boss is a schmuck, which is probably the truth, don't delay. Pick up that phone and call them today. Check them out on the web first if you like at FastTrain.com and then make that call that can turn your life around. In just four short months, you can have yourself some real training, a real career, and a big paycheck. Call them today, 1-866-FAST-TRAIN, and be sure and tell them that Todd Dreck told you to call. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Tonight on VH1 begins new programming we call I Love the 1940s. Would you worldwide? Yes, for those Harsian days, when the grandfather of a great leader in their fatherland would blow the Nazi supply sales at elegant gatherings. Yes, these are the sounds of a glorious time that has finally come. Do not be discouraged. There is only one clear channel. XM provides you many choices that are predetermined by fat, middle-aged white guys who know best what you should see and hear. I love the 1940s. Watching is required by law. Oh! 1219-560-WQAM. Join the, uh, uh, what is this? Catch all the NCAA action today. Join us. Join somebody. 
uh, for the singular wireless fan jam at Dave & Buster's in Hollywood. Enter to win a 52-inch TV with surround sound, $300 cash. Your kids underway at 2 of the Mad Dog, followed by the Bookster at 4. Plus, while you're there, enjoy a $5.60 buffet. You got that, five sixty? That's cute. That's cute. And Dave and & Buster's in Hollywood this afternoon, 2 to 6. Anyway, you know that WEBN uh, website that I read so proudly and yada, 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 that the commissioner's after then, that clear channel station in Cincinnati. Remember that? Yes, I do. Well, guess what? What? Uh, all of that stuff that was on their website? Yes. Gone. gone. Huh. It's all gone. Because oh. Eric emailed me and said, uh, if you got that, please send it to me because I'd like to use some of that material, which I did. I hope you got it, Eric. I uh, faxed it to you. But it's gone because I went on there myself. I thought, Eric must be going to the wrong place. And I went to WEBN.com, and there's the regular uh, crap. Nothing even, refer nothing even referring to any of that. Wow. What a disgrace. What a shock. Be afraid. We're up to 77.6% on there who aren't offended by anything. Let's see. It says, uh, <laughs> Big Al. Not reading that on the air, Big Al. You better watch your faxes, too, folks, because the fax police might intercept and you might uh, wind up in a who's guy with Martha Stewart. Matter of fact, worse than death. Most Don't people... forget to check out Drew Barrymore on our Behind the Beaded Curtain today. Well, well, you can. Most people have cell phones. Those are broadcast. So, see where I'm going? What? Language on your cell phones. The FCC is going to try to regulate that any minute now. Oh, of course. It's broadcast. Oh, you can't say to anybody you're talking to on a cell phone. Forget about that. They'll be knocking on your door in no time at all. We have a wireless knocking on heaven's door. At the house? Here's a fax from Lydia. says, two days ago I made a bad mistake due to curiosity. I went to see The Passion. It was horrendous. <laughs> the movie has no story or acting. It was just a gruesome, bloody, and exaggerated torture movie impossible to watch. And the actor who plays Jesus reminded me of the musician Yanni, so I kept thinking, stop torturing the poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> but the most unsettling thing was all these parents at the movie theater with their little kids. I saw three, five, eight-year-old kids objected to watching two hours of lashing, beating, kicking, hand-nailing, bone-breaking, and chunks of flesh flying and blood everywhere so realistic that I had to cover my eyes. These parents should be arrested for child abuse. Once again, the right-wing fanatic message to feel guilty, says Lydia. Nice going, Lydia. Don't do it again. How do you like that? See, they're worried about us saying all of these words or making fart sounds. That's bad. We're going to go to jail. We're going to get fined. Like that. But taking your little kids to see a bunch of whipping and uh, flashing and flailing and uh, flesh flying everywhere and chunks of crap and blood, that's great because it's good old-time religion. That's uh, kind of the subject of South Park last night. So there's the whole deal, the idea on the one hand, the same people that are taking their kids to see this crap, the religious crazy people, they don't want us to say squat. Look at that phone, baby. Is that phone on fire or what? Not, huh? I don't know what it takes to light a fire on you people. That's what I said in that letter I sent to the uh, Sun Sentinel, which they haven't printed yet and probably won't. They're probably afraid to talk. Who's that? These They're people, callers. I don't blame them. I don't blame them. Seventy-seven and a half percent say none of the above. Let me, I, I probably should uh, read this memo again. Because if people didn't listen at the very beginning, they don't understand right. the poll. I'm a little harsh on the audience out there because if they came in in midstream, they don't understand the purpose of that poll. It's not, I didn't just pull this out of my earlobe, okay? Or any other orifice. We have a memo from Josh Darrow and Duff Lindsay, and of course they're just doing it because they're, they're lackeys of the QAM uh, establishment. The corporate attorneys have instructed them to instruct us to pass it by us. We've been informed from our corporate attorneys that in addition to the so-called seven dirty words, the following words and sound effects are considered coarse language and are prohibited. No exceptions. Zero tolerance. The words are 
P-R-I, I can't tell you the rest, D-I, Cheney's first name, uh, T-I, Bar, P-U-S, I can't tell the rest, Hard, I can't say the rest, A-Hole, uh, D-Bag, see, I didn't say it, that's no. a part of it, uh, S-Bag, T-W, C-O, and Fart Noises. So here now we have ten more words and fart noises, which we had seven. So we got 17 new prohibitions to add to the already seven we had before. And I'm sure that this isn't the end yet. Not the end. Rackham. No, not that end. So that's why we took this poll today, because we uh, to prove a point. And it started out about 82-83% of the people found none of these offensive in terms of their listening on this show. I don't think a lot of people really understand that. Plus, of course, we have the naysayers who just want to make us feel like crap. You know, ah, you're disgusting. Oh, yeah. I'm busted. We're up. listening, but you're disgusting. Right, well, it doesn't make any sense to me. We have 800, 851 votes. Holy moly. Do you see that? I do. It's only 1224. 661 say none of the above, 77.6%. And if you have your uh, computer there, take a look at the list, because I'm not going to go through the whole uh, verbal gymnastics to read them again. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm just flipping out about all the crap, all of that's going on. The only thing that makes me think that there's some light at the end of the tunnel. What's that? Well, uh, the last election, like, like my wife has a bunch of moronic, like hippie friends that are like like Earth people, tree huggers that were voting for like Nader and all these idiots, you know, because on principle. But and uh, I had a friend of mine who was super right wing that was buying all that crap about the, the defense spending and all you know all the other bull crap that you hear that they showed down on throats. Even these two people that are considered absolute morons, even they have seen the light because I've spoken to both of them. And even they, even they concede what's going on. You know, the the, the tree hugger's not going to vote for Nader, and uh, the right wing guy is actually uh, fed up with what's going on because of the censorship. So the only thing we can hope for is that uh, the rest of the world is not going to get blinded. The rest of the country won't be blinded by uh, the crapola. Well, 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 that's part of it. And the second part you have to hope is that the Democrats grow some uh, cajones between now and then because they're so. they're they're equally uh, guilty in this whole thing as far as the censorship is concerned. They're they they don't have the cajones yet to say no. You're absolutely right, and, and, and I, I heard you mention it ad nauseum, but, you know, I, I know there's people out there listening to you that are pro-Bush and are going to vote for Bush no matter what happens because uh, they're afraid. And I'll tell you what, the... the they're they're afraid. Wait, wait a minute, they're afraid of what? Uh, no, I, 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 I didn't say they're afraid. I said they're going to vote for Bush no matter what because they're afraid of Kerry because they think Kerry is soft on the war. But, uh, but you know, look at, look at the facts. Bush and Cheney, all these chicken hawks, as uh, they're called, because they've never said one day in the war. Kerry's yeah. been there and seen it, and the only reason he didn't vote for those uh, for those uh, uh, those war those bills for the defense spending because they tacked on all those writers. What is it? The no the, the no compete clause, so all Bush's buddies could have the uh, contracts. Right. So just remember that, everybody. When you think Kerry's soft on the war, he's not soft on the war. He's soft on Bush and his buddies. You got but, a war uh, hero against the guy who just does stage photo ops yeah. like he's doing right now. But, thanks a lot, pal. Thanks, hey, thanks for being out there, man. Every every radio station's right wing. It's driving me crazy. You're the only it, voice of sanity. I'm going nuts. I love thanks. you, man. Stick right. with us. Two hundred thousand Iraqis, including seventy-eight thousand new police, are protecting their fellow citizens. Right, like all <laughs> the ones that are dead, bleeding the liner in the streets. You go, W. You tell them. The idea that he's standing there in that damn uh, military outfit is just enough to drive me crazy. Just enough to drive you up the old wall. Just enough to make you click out of that dancing bush thing on our website. Well, it's a pretty do a little bit of a dance. It's a flak jacket. Yeah, he's, he's going to get a lot of flak, hopefully, this year. Make no mistake about that. Especially in November, if we count some of the votes. 
We're only counting the ones uh, for Kerry, by the way. I hate to break the news to you. Not for Nader, <laughs> not for Bush. We're not counting those this time. How do you like that? Nah, 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 nah. Yeah. It's called getting even time, W. You phony, you crook. You and a whole crooked Bush family, man. The Gansa Mishpacha. Crooks are us. 27 past noon at QM. It's the last mortgage you'll ever need. It's the only one mortgage from our friends at Financial Group. The benefits are positively incredible. You pay zero closing costs. Zero application fees, zero credit bureau fees, zero discounted points. Get yourself that new unbelievable low interest rate of just 1.25%. If you have a $100,000 loan, your payments are only 334 a month. If you have a $200,000 loan, your payments are a mere 668 a month. And don't forget, once you refinance and get a new home mortgage from Financial Group, you'll never, ever pay closing costs again. So call 1-866-395-LEND. Get the low-rate mortgage you deserve, then move to your next property with no further cost or expense. You pay zero underwriting fees, zero dock fees, zero closing costs, even when you move to another property. Get the new low-rate financing of just 1.25%. It's the only one mortgage from Financial Group. You'll never, ever pay closing costs again. Call them right now. There's no obligation. They'll be happy to give you all the details. Call toll-free 1-866-395-LEND. That's 1-866-395-LEND. They're an equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Rates are subject to change monthly. 4.21 APR. Live and local. This is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. Canada. A land that's produced rock and roll's greatest performers. And now, these legendary Canucks pay tribute to one another on this new CD, The Best of Canadians Singing Other Canadians, featuring Anne Murray's version of this Rush classic. A modern-day warrior, mean, mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean pride. And Rush's take on this Anne Murray standard. The best of Canadians singing other Canadians has all your favorite singers from Z to A, like Celine Dion's rendition of this Neil Young number. Osman, look at my life. You're a lot like my husband Renee, no? Neil Young singing Celine Dion's biggest hit. I know that my heart of gold will go. But that's not all. There's Shania Twain singing Brian Adams, Crash Test Dummies doing Alanis Morissette, Snow rapping the Guess Who, and Gordon Lightfoot performing this Bare Naked Ladies smash hit. It's been one week since you looked at me, caught your head to the side and said, I am angry. Pick up your copy of the best of Canadians singing other Canadians. The Great White North has never been so great, or for that matter, so white. 1233, 2701 at 560, WQM, Mad Dog at 2 from David Busters, Booster at 4, and then uh, the rest of the stuff. Look at that phone, man. It's just smoking. WQM, hello. Not there. Nobody on it. Not one call. See, that's the price you pay, man, when you start doing these uh, campaigns, when you start doing a crusade, when you try to get a little bit too serious, like the sky is falling. They don't care. Can you believe that? Yeah, I believe it. Right? Oh, no, I think that's going to be on the list tomorrow. The dial tone. Right. Definitely, it's going to be on the list of noises. See, the fart noise was just the beginning of the right. next list of sounds you can't make. No more onomatopoeia. Like, right. and definitely not. No way. Not no more. WQM, hello. I've got a lot of gas. I hope Michael Powell... Good, I'm happy for you, Woody. WQM, hello. Yeah, Neil, you know, I just can't believe what's going on with all this stuff. I just got to tell you. WQM, hello. Dr. Dumpton. What's up, buddy? Neil. Yes, yes sir. 
How you doing? Pretty good. Is Neil there? Neil who? Neil Rogers? Speaking, speaking. You got him. Oh, what's up? I'm sorry about it. I didn't know you were Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry, man. It's uh, one of them things, you know. Second generation listener, multiple callers. All this right. This is crazy, man. This, this censorship thing is crazy. Not to beat a dead horse, but I know we're not allowed to hear fart sounds, but what about the Barney bit? <laughs> no, no, are you kidding me? Farting, you know oh, what I yeah, mean? right. No he's chance. In the middle, he's in the middle of a No battle. chance. You mean Barney takes a... No yeah. way. Okay, well, I just thought I'd ask. Don't ask. Don't ask and we won't tell. How do you like that? We can't tell. No, we, we can't tell you. In fact, I think I got a... Uh, I'm going to have to stick this in the 360. One moment. Just uh, forget about it. Yeah. There you go. So no matter what you ask, if you want to hear it... Forget about it. Because we can't play it no more. We can play no more, though, which is good. At least, at least until tomorrow, we can play no more. So what if that's somebody? No more. Now, I have a, some good news, though. Yeah, well, good. There's a little thing on my copy of this memo, which you didn't see. And right. that is, if one of these words gets on the air, the person who says it, not the person who plays it or the person who's hosting the show, the person who plays it, or who says it, whose voice it's in, that's the person that's going to be fired immediately. I so, for see. example, if you were to play, you I'll, see what I'm saying? Now, he can thank me for having a quick finger there, the mole man, because he said, you see? <laughs> so you better start kissing around the right place, mole man, because if your voice gets on there saying you hole, that's going to be the end of your sorry old ass. See how I got that all in there, I but kind that. of backward. 77.7%. That's not good enough. That ain't going to do it. It might be okay at WABC 77, but that ain't going to cut it for us. None of the above. 708. How many votes we got on there now? 9-11. Uh-oh. 9-11. Reception from the 101st Airborne Division. Now you know why they're called the Screaming Eagles. Yeah, we already, we already know. <laughs> that was great. We know why they're called the Screaming Eagles. Gay. Yeah, that might be it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five. That wolf. What a way with words he's got. Any a funny guy? Seventy seven point seven percent. My ass. That is lame. That's the kind of support we got out there. Lukewarm, man. Really lukewarm. WQAM. Hello. Five six seven oh five sixty. Hey, Neil. Neil. Yes, sir. Have you applied for your marriage license with George, you fact? Yeah, WQM, hello. Yes, uh, what do you want? QAM, hello. Hello, Niels. Yes, sir. Another phony voice. So that's uh, the end of that. That was a lot yeah, of fun. Both. Huh? Aren't you glad you did that? Oh, yeah. I'm sure glad I decided to take a lot of these great calls. Because when I, when I saw that there was not one call on the board, that was the message. Right. It was like a message board. It said, we have no more material. We have nothing else to say. Well, thank you very much for your enthusiastic support and excitement. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Neil, how about this as a theory? Uh, the nation's supposedly very divided right now, very equally, you know, Republican, Democrats. Mm -hmm. We know what happened to the actual numbers in the election last year. I have this feeling that starting here in Florida and throughout the United States, Democrats are going to come out in much larger numbers than people expect. I think that's already happened in a lot of the primaries. And this may end up not being as close an election as people think, and uh, we, we may be able to say goodbye to Bush. Yeah, and then what? What's, what's that going to do for freedom of speech? Well, for one thing, 
we're we're certainly in line to have some uh, members of the Supreme Court uh, replaced, and I'd feel a little better knowing who is going to be putting people there. Yeah. Uh, well, 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 let me let me say it again. What's that going to do in November, uh, on January 22nd of next year after uh, Kerry would be inaugurated? What's that going to do for freedom of speech? Is it going to make the Democrats going to grow some balls? Is it going to make them understand that people don't want uh, all their freedoms taken away? I don't think so. Democratic Party is only one step away from being just as bad as the Republicans. Hard they have, no, they, they hard have no spine, my friend. They have no spine. They're well, spineless hard. and gutless, and that's why we have nowhere to turn. Well, I'd hate to think we have nowhere to turn. If uh, if, if most of this repression or, or a large amount of it has come in recent months, uh, then then you have to tag some of that on who's in power at this point. Yeah, and but when you look at when you look at the FCC, and when you see that two of them are Democrats, who are just the Michael Cops is just as rabid as the other ones. He's even more rabid than Michael Powell about all of this stuff. So that doesn't give us an awful lot of hope. That's why we're trying to get on this petition thing going, because that's one way if people threaten these politicians before election time, maybe they might just wake up and take a look at it. Otherwise, forget about it. Because you expect the Democrats to grow up here. It ain't going to happen. All these great defenders of civil liberties and freedom of speech and the First Amendment, where the hell are they? That's what I would like to know. They're having luncheons out there in California with Sandra Singh Lo, whatever her name is. They're having luncheons. That's going to really do it, baby. That's going to really, that's going to really solve the problem, right? Sure. They're having teas and luncheons, man. And waving the old rubber chicken. Can we say that? No. Oh, sorry. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. Locked up, locked up. Martha Stewart lied. Just like that. In court she was tried. Just like that. Jury jammed her high. Just like that. Hell yeah, five years she's looking at. She traded inside. Just like that. Wouldn't testify. Just like that. She'll be doing time. Just like that. Hell yeah, five years she's looking at. Put Martha Stewart in a penitentiary. The next thing you know you'll be smelling potpourri. While hanging curtains up in so block D, she'll be cooking up a new recipe. Blah. While lawyers wonder how to get her out, she'll be in there making all the tulips sprout, no doubt. Inmates in your orange suit dress, she knows what shovel goes with it best. Here's a lady that's worth over a billion bucks, star uh, who'll be embroidering hearts around license plates for truck stop. Before the cafeteria inmate feast, each folding table's got a floral centerpiece. She can sew and cook and write good books. She got pretty fashions and pretty looks. I'm sure she'll make prison like home we feel. Maybe try to decorate her appeal like this. Martha Stewart. Twelve forty-five. Are you watching this thing on CNN? I am now. About the uh, fighters in uh, along the Pakistan-Afghanistan border near Islamabad, maybe protecting a high. Uh, what are they called? High value Al Qaeda target. Side of the border. Meaning maybe Osama. All right, uh, I understand that, what you're that, saying. That, 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 that's come on, Wolf, you can do it. Line, uh, unofficially, there may be some U.S. troops. Is that what you're suggesting? I'm not. Uh, uh, honestly, Wolf, I am not suggesting one thing or another. I, I can't honestly answer that. Is it possible? Sure, it's possible. But what I can tell you is that the Pakistani yeah. government acknowledges that when this fight began two days ago, 
they did not see it as significant, and in fact they were routed. Uh, they lost a number of troops. A number of troops have been taken prisoner. It was only after that that they realized that they had something bigger on their hands than they first came to realize. As you know, this is a very complicated area. It is feudal. You're talking about something out of the 14th century, not the 21st century. It's an area where the Pakistani government literally kind of like the US. has not been allowed in until the last few months by the tribal leaders who own it. Uh, but now they're in there, now they're fighting, and now they believe at least there is a possibility, a possibility, enough of a possibility that the president of the country would state it, that they have a high-value target in their sight. All right, let's get them okay and fry them on TV. What do you say? Sure, why not? And then maybe we'll find Osama, too, whoever the hell it is, just to make everybody feel better. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. WQAM, hello. Not there. QAM, hello. Uh, Uncle Neil? Yes, sir? Yes, the last voice in free-thinking America. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it was interesting. You had a call. Um, a guy called in a little while ago and uh, happened to mention a, a word concerning a, um, a slang word for homosexuals. And that that word didn't make it to the list? No. And uh, the uh, word that got that got stern bounced off the air was a slang for a African American. That didn't make it to the list. No. What a great country, huh? Unbelievable. Sir, let me say it to you again. There shouldn't be any words on any list. Exactly. Exactly. And it just—it's mind boggling. Boggling. Amen. Oh, don't say that again. He's gone. I thought he was going to say mind blowing. Uh oh. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Uh, this is the last day I'm going to get so uptight and all bent. You know, I'll continue plugging the uh, petition thing. That's fine, but I'm just not going to do this because it's uh, you know what's the point? Right. Let's play some tunes. <laughs> no, I, I'm serious. What is the point? The people who care, they'll go on there in their own good time and they'll sign those you know sign the petition and uh, they understand what we're talking about. And the rest of them are just a bunch of morons anyway. I mean, just like what you were talking about with uh, with Howard and his audience, about uh, you know, 90% of them couldn't uh, even make the X word is supposed to sign their name on a contract or on a check. And this is what you're dealing with. And those people are going to, I mean, take a look at that, the result of that petition drive. 30, a uh, uh, state of 20 million people, and they got 3,800 and some odd. I better go back to it again here. 3,841 uh, signatures from New York State. Even Florida. We started with 1,700 two and a half days ago. We got 5166. So at least I'm motivating a few people. I'm screaming and yelling and jumping up and down, which is going to stop tomorrow. I'm just going to go back to being, you know, very mellow. Right. But I'm inspired today because of this latest list here, which just keeps growing and growing. And you can't say this and you can't do that. You can't make this sound. You can't make a sound. You can't right. make a fart noise. I mean, when I say grow up America, that's the understatement of the century. Pretty soon it's going to be back to WC for water closet instead of saying turlet. These are Sunday Damn school rules. Damn good thing Archie Bunker's pushing up daisies. Even he'd be embarrassed. What? Sunday school rules. No, Sunday school is far more advanced than this. This is this is for like uh, right. Well, you're right. The I've weekly heard, reader. I've heard some of these in uh, Sunday school. Little teeny tiny children. I've seen some of these. This is what we're talking Bible. about. Juvenile. 
And the public, like I said, the overwhelming majority, they got their own fish to fry, they got their own agenda, and, uh, they, you know, they just, they won't make enough noise. That's the problem. The religious nuts that we keep bellyaching about, they make noise, man. They just, uh, they're the ones that do all the screaming. You know that thing about the uh, squeaky wheel gets the uh, crap, the grease. Speaking of crap, Burger King's biggest franchisee slammed the fast food chain's marketing and new products as unsuccessful yesterday as it reported a 66% plunge in net income, and deservedly so. New Most plunge. people are tired of eating rubber. Uh, Carol Corporations, I didn't realize it was Carol's. You know, Carol's used to be a fast food chain back in upstate New York, back in the, old, back in the day. No. Carol's Corporation's 351 Burger King restaurants performed poorly despite a turnaround at major competitors, said Alan Vitulli, chairman and chief executive of the Syracuse, New York-based franchisee. Nationally, the number two hamburger chain has trailed market leader McDonald's for several years. Unfortunately, the performance of our Burger King restaurants suffered during 2003 from the ineffectiveness of a number of unsuccessful system-wide marketing and product initiatives, many of which have been abandoned in the past few months, he said in an earnings release. Analysts said several of Burger King's plans, including promoting its burgers as fire-grilled and introducing chicken sandwiches and salads last year, have largely fallen flat. See, now, ordinarily, I would reach over and, play, and hit this button here. Moron! See, but that's Chris Moron. I mean, that's uh, Tom Hopkins making fun of... Moron! Chris. Officials at Miami-based Burger King didn't return several calls yesterday seeking comment. Carol said same-store sales at Burglar King restaurants, or sales from those open at least a year fell 7.2% last year after a 1.3% drop the year before. Same-store sales are considered the best measure of retailers' health. Maybe the public is trying to tell you people something at Burger King, okay? Maybe that your food sucks. You think that could be it? Yeah, yeah that might be it. That the burgers are dry, the fries stink. I don't right. know how their fries are. I don't eat fries. They're, are the fries any good? good? No. no they're, they're what? Not. They're not good. They're not good, see? Your onion rings are an insult to the onion, okay? In fact, I think the people who grow onion... No, no, seriously. Right. You know what I'm talking about. It's like a little bit of a tiny a batter, a ring sure. of batter. They should be called onion things. Oh, no, they're, they're not onion anything, just batter things. They're here's, here's, a little, here's a little cardboard box with a bunch of fried batter in it. We won't find no, you can get a search party in there. Right, you can, you can get Mo's muskrat. And you couldn't find a real onion in those things. They're a disgrace. So maybe they're trying to tell you how to like retool your garbage, okay? And I'm going to say it again, Wendy's is heads and shoulders above either of the other two. And the fact that so yes. many people are eating at McDonald's is a sad commentary on the taste of the American public. But again, we got lots of people eating vanilla ice cream. No, oh, man. McDonald's has better fries. Yeah. Much better. And they'll kill you much faster, too. Yes, they will, because you'll eat a lot. Wendy's is where it's at. I know. I love you it. want to go for fries, go to Amsterdam and stick some mayo in that brown crap on it. I'm afraid to ask what that brown sauce is. No comments. From me? From anybody. I didn't say nothing. 53,724 signatures on StopFCC.com. How's Florida doing? 5166. We're coming along. We're making New York and Ohio embarrassed uh, and Pennsylvania. And then there's something we started out with this thing. Two, uh, what was it? Monday? Something like that. No, Tuesday. Was it? Tuesday afternoon, like the second half of the show. Somebody called and turned us on to this thing. And all day yesterday, and we're banging out it again here today. But tomorrow we won't bang it so hard, I promise. We'll just go back to being like us. And we went from 1,700 to 5,166 people who took the time out of their busy lives to actually fill this thing out, which takes a few seconds. About 30, man. And uh, have the cojones to put the, the balls to put their name on there. 
and sign a petition to petition their government to cut the crap to stop with this rampant censorship and making it up as they go along. I have, uh, in my wildest nightmares, I could have never dreamed of this. It's like, it's like if one day you got in your car, you started the engine, you pulled out to the uh, first intersection, and they said, oh, that's as far as you're going. And you said, what do you mean? Well, that, that's it. Speeding. No, no, not speeding. You're not allowed to drive on any of these roads no more. But, but I got it. Well, too bad. You can't get there from here. Take a helicopter. Start flapping your arms a little bit and see if you can fly. Because you can't drive. Just based on what? What we just decided. That's what this is all about. We just decided. Man, oh, no, wait a minute. Are in charge. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? About what happened in Basra earlier today. Three or four more explosions in Baghdad. I thought that everything was under control. Not so. Three to four more explosions heard in Baghdad, and more people are dying. But we may have Osama surrounded, or maybe Mullah Bullah Omar, or one of these evildoers. Yeah, and then what? And, and then it'll all be They were singing us the big song about now that we got Sodom, things are going to be a lot safer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell that to the relatives of all the people who have died there since December. It's only the middle of March. The public just doesn't want to get it. The American people are just beaten down. They're just, uh, it's, it's a sad thing to watch. They just don't have it no more. That fight. 1256 at 560 WQAM. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. Oh boy, it's the one to two hour. At 560 WQAM. Let's get 8 million calls on here between now and 2. What do you say? Or let's play music, one or the other. Either way. 77.4% of the audience supports us. They don't find any of these things uh, offensive. 767. You know, we're going to get to 1,990 in just a matter of moments. Even Josh is just, he just can't even believe it. Whatever happened with the computer situation in your... Uh, your little test at home there? Uh, we got it uh, taken care of uh, a little bit. There's always a problem, though. There's always a little glitch? Yeah, a little dial-up working anyway. I see. What, you, what was that? Dial-up working. Yeah. Well, that's a good start. That's a good start. Yeah. I'm, I might have to go over there and diddle with it. Now that I'm an No expert. comment. Three or four uh, explosions heard in Baghdad. Just in. Bowman, once There's again. There's Sky Miles O'Brien on CNN. All that before we uh, go any farther with that. Kira. Yeah, this is uh, on a, approaching the anniversary of the Iraq attack. Oh, I'm sorry, Operation Iraqi Freedom. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. Getting a little bit too worked up about this. Just calm down. See, I'll tell you right now, I don't need any of these things to do the show. Yeah. You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I resent the fact that so much of the material that we got in here we can't play anymore because a lot of it was very funny and uh, you know we liked it. But you just can't do that no more. So as far as laughing a lot, start learning to cry a lot. You know, to kind of balance things out. That's it. That's better. Can we still play that? No. Kill it. WQM, hello. Hi, can I talk to Neil? Speaking, yes. Neil, fantastic. You are truly the voice of reason. My wife and I both voted on the FCC, uh, Stop FCC website. Thank you. We had an idea for you this morning. Since we can't use curse words anymore, maybe we should use the whole cabinet as curse words. In other words, you're a Condoleezza. Or you're a colon. You're a Cheney. Stop mm-hmm. being an Ashcroft. That's not a bad idea. That's all I idea. got, Neil. Excellent. Good idea. Thank you. That's like a rip-off on that right. uh, Gore Vidal thing with uh, Myra Breckenridge. Some of them actually uh, sound close enough, like Ashcroft. I like that Yeah, one. you're an Ashcroft. That, that's good. I like that. And Excellent colon. idea, Pally. Thanks. Colon. Now, now what? Uh, oh, yeah, you know something? I think he just... Uh, now, we I talked about this several weeks ago, right. and then we decided, nah, that's not a good idea. But what are they going to do? You can't say... Although they have censored the first name of the vice president. Right. Now, I sure love it. I realize I don't want to put Josh and uh, Duff in a position of having to, I mean, uh, in Clarence, position? in a position of having to finger it out. But, I mean, let's get serious. Dick Cheney? Right. Considered coarse language and prohibited. And, again, it depends on the usage, which is true in a lot of cases. Right. And if you have half a brain, you know that. And I'll, I'll give you an example, okay? One moment, please, if I can find it. I'm looking for it. i got a search party here. Uh, oh, yeah, here it is. Jim Mandich, I am a... What? So you can't right. say that? No, no. But in that particular case, you should be able to say it because that, that doesn't refer to uh, what they're upset about. Right. One of these things is a product that's on any shelf of any uh, supermarket, drugstore, anywhere. Well, that's... Uh, I don't want to find out which one. Well, it's one of your favorite ones. I don't want to hear which one. I'm not going to say it. Five six seven oh five sixty. Yeah, I'm going to work on that over uh, over uh, between now and tomorrow morning. We'll post it right on our website. They go, oh, yeah, well, we know what you meant by, well, so big deal. We don't care what you know or what you think you know. We'll put it right on our website. The glossary. The glossary for the Neil Rogers show. You bushing colon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You bushing colon liquor. Don't be an Excellent ass idea, Pally. Thanks. Uh, again, we, you know, I... Diddled with the idea of this several weeks ago, and I thought, nah, we don't want to do that. But now that they're uh, taking all the other words away, in fact, this guy inspired me with that call. And by the way, Duff, this is the original one with no bleeps in it. Oh, no, it's not. I lied. <laughs> Never has there been a more perfect time than right now for that. WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Could you fill me in on something? Did they censor your website? No. From all, because I noticed that you have, you don't have all the Bush stuff on there anymore. No sure we do. It's in the features. Uh, you, mean, I... you, mean, you mean the old Bush stuff? Just click on features. It's all still there. Just calm down. They haven't messed with our website yet. Because I'd like to point out to you that QAM has nothing to do with our website, and they want to make sure you understand that. They want to make very emphatically the world know that Beasley Broadcasting has nothing to do with NeilRogers.com, and we're proud of that fact. There is no links from our website to theirs or vice versa. 
And if you go behind the beaded curtain today, you will see Drew Barrymore, and I'm sure that the Beasleys would just be aghast to see that. You'll see Drew Barrymore. Right. A magnificent picture, looking squeaky clean, which is the way the government likes it anyway, right? They like it squeaky clean. Why the hell did I uh, do that? Where the hell is Features now? I don't know what you did. Well, let me just go back to the home page. Where is Features? And I sure hope Eric got my fax of that thing that I faxed to him. I don't I don't really see features no more. Where the hell is it? Oh, there it is. Oh, and also, don't forget to take a look at Rumsfeld. You can watch him uh, in action, listen to the audio mm -hmm. of him lying on uh, Eat the Press or whatever it was uh, on Sunday morning. Space the Nation. There's old Michael and his Powells. Why am I even doing this? Why am I, I give wasting up my time with that? 5670560, pound 560. It's on there, Pally. Just click it. Just keep clicking it. WQM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil. Yes, I am. Long time listener. Listen, I got a couple of questions. Uh, I don't understand why everybody is talking about re-election for a guy that was never elected. He mm -hmm. was appointed, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe Reappoint, reappointment. Yeah, that 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 should be the term, right? Yeah. Uh, if he gets another, close enough, they'll reappoint him. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is, can you use his last name and vice president's first name in the same? No, 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 you can't. Five six seven oh five sixty. What? Oh, no chance. No pass on that one, baby. Man, you got to be real careful. You got to tiptoe through the tulips and be real careful what you say and to whom you say it. And the FBI wants a lot more power to be monitoring what's going on on your website too. They want a lot of on your uh, computer. So that they can check everything you're doing. They're going to be in your bathroom. I like that cartoon you sent me. That was cute. Yeah. They're going to be looking in your toilet. They're going to be sniff. They're going to pass. Hey, we're all going to have to pass the sniff test. Well, it's a good thing some of ours don't stink already. WQM, La Condoleezza, right? QAM, hello. Kiss my rums. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. You know, one of the uh, the, the classic bits. I wouldn't say it was a great bit. Can't play it no more. I know. Whatever it's, it's it was. Like, it's ancient is the damn crepitation contest. Oh, forget about that. Yeah, I mean, and that thing is like how many zillions of years old? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, it's just. About it's 30, just, man. About, I think about 70. I think that was in the 30s. About 70 years old is about mm -hmm. right. You know, when you talked about how you can do a show even under these restrictions, you just resent it. You know, I understand that because, and I'm not trying to kiss your. Go right ahead. Kiss away, man. You know, you're, you're a quality broadcaster. Experience. You're great, but you got a lot of these guys on the air now. They're not going to know how to do a show without all this stuff. Oh, that's that's for sure. They're, they're they're a, lot, a, lot of these, a lot of these morning shows, especially on FM. A lot of these morning guys. That's their whole act. Yeah, now, guys I mean, like like Bob and Tom, who are really quality broadcasters, to use your term. Those guys can do it because they know where the line is. But there are a lot of these guys that are just on there. You you know, just blurting out a bunch of crap. Uh, they're not going to be able to do a show. No way, man. They're going to have to. It's just going to be a, a shock to, I think, their listeners um, when they try to do these shows that are, you know, not with this edgy material because there's right. no way they're going to be able to do it. Um, it was I, I, I think the the only sweet thing in the midst of this whole thing is that this, the the company that's getting almost all of the fines so far, I mean, really just getting nailed is Cheap Channel. It's such a beautiful thing. It's so well-deserved. Well, yeah. I mean, but they're making so much money from what they – I mean, it, I think in some ways – that may have been done on purpose to make it more acceptable that 
the Republicans and the Bush administration, they're slapping the hand of Clear Channel, you know, who's been the target, because they, they have just been able to take a monopoly position in the industry. Nah, I don't think so. I think, yeah. it, I think, I think, uh, you know, they'll take their contributions and they'll, they'll, uh, they'll use them as a tool to run these rallies and so on. But other than that, they're, they're gonna show them, uh, they're gonna slap them into line along with everybody else. Also, somebody mentioned, uh, Young Neil, why you couldn't play that. I, I think you say doo-doo bag or doo-doo yeah. bag or something. Well, I can I, say I, doo-doo bag, yeah. Yeah, I think you can play, oh yeah, if you want to sell like a, a well, five-year-old, well, like you were there, yeah. In the bed. You can talk like a five-year-old now. That's about it, basically. Okay. Well, listen, have a great day. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Okay, it's uh, Gutless Radio, QAM, Censored Radio. Maybe I'll just do the show on that voice, and then they'll think Geldy is on. I don't want to do that. Not good for the numbers. Poor Geldy. Of course, Geldy is dancing on Jig, uh, Jigs McDonald's retirement now. He's just waiting in the wings. Oh, yeah, well, radio is so much more difficult than television. I'm going to be a great broadcaster, huh? Wow, I just can't wait. In fact, you know, I don't think I ever played that bit last week. What bit? The Geldy uh, doing a, the hockey game? I don't recall. You, did you hear it? I don't recall. It's a little on the ponderous side, to be honest with you, Boca, but I mean... Ah, what an exciting game! Yeah, I heard it. Whoa! Yay! Kansas are playing hockey against the, uh, the, uh, Anaheim, the Duda, and Cucamonga Ducks. Can I say Ducks? No. Yeah? No. Oh. Can't say it. Anyway, it's 11 after 1 at 560 WQM. We used to be, uh, pretty exciting. Not no more. Sports Radio 560 QAM. As a result of a wardrobe malfunction, then you may be eligible to collect millions in damages from Janet Jackson. Do you suffer from any of the following? Damaged eyesight from staring at your TV from four inches away? I'm going blind. Carpal tunnel syndrome from rewinding your TiVo over and over and over again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A home nipple piercing gone awry. Or chafing. Then join a class action lawsuit against Janet Jackson. Or Vince Jackson if you're nasty. Make Janet Jackson's downfall a windfall for you. Call one 800 titillate now Suing Janet Jackson is not a substitute for getting a life, getting off your butt, and getting a job. Oh, thank God he said titillate. It's 117 at 560 WQM. Was there anything in there that I missed? No, I was uh, combing it. Monitoring very carefully now. Sure. We're going to be listening real closely to all of these things. To what? All of these things. Thank you. <laughs> We're up to 77.1% of the audience that supports us. The rest of them, uh, bah, you're disgusting. Well, good. Glad you're enjoying it. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? All right. Yeah, hey, I'm pissed off and fired up about this deal. Well, that's good. I'm glad somebody is. I'm going to uh, get on my web on the website as soon as I get home and register my whole family. I good. got five of them. Beauty. What about what about uh, talking in pig Latin? How do they know what I'm thinking of when I, if I think about Ithy Pay? Yeah, Talk good point. Well, we'll, we'll go uh, we'll go learn some. They know what you're thinking. Yeah, they know exactly what you're thinking, man. The thought police. First we had the word police. Now we got to have the thought police. That'll be Boca Brian's next bit. The thought police. It's coming. Oh, President Musharraf says uh, there's a pervert in them hills up there, and we got him surrounded. You know that for the last several days in an area that intelligence... Is there anybody whinier and wimpier on network TV than Aaron Brown? No. No. With a worse uh, hairpiece? No. I think he's borrowing Moe's muskrat over there in uh, Islamabad. 
WQM, hello. Neil, can you say anal? No, we can't. WQM, hello. Intelligence. Is there anybody whinier and QAM. Here on network TV? Neil. Yes, sir. Hiya. 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 The, uh, the uh, FCC is sick and needs help badly. Okay, thanks for the uh, bulletin. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T, and Verizon Wireless Line. See, this is what gives us the encouragement to continue, you know, to fight the good fight. Right? Right, the wind beneath our wings. That's exactly, even as Bet uh, would say herself, if she could. WQM, hello. Good afternoon, sir. Yes, sir. I'm in a position where I unfortunately uh, depend on Clear Channel for my livelihood. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. I tell me about it. I'm an artist signed to a major label, and unfortunately, my medium is, uh, you know, dependent on companies like Clear Channel and their uh, their stations to, you know, play my music so that right. I get paid. Mm -hmm. um, I cannot believe the audacity of these people, especially an, an unnamed CEO of Clear Channel himself, who would tower. You know, the, the lack of backbone that he presented to Congress about, you know, his his stand and his apology for mm -hmm. the whole Stern incident and everything. And it just, it kills me that I have to sit here and I have to play both sides of the, the, the you know, the sword here. Well, you got to do what you got to do. Believe me, if I had enough shekels put away that I could say goodbye, I'd, I'd be out of here already. I'd be out on the street uh, smoking a big fat stogie saying bye-bye to all of this crap. I'm right there with it. You know, and, and that's what I understand. You know, Howard Stern, with all due respect... He's taking a lot of crap, but the fact of the matter is this guy's got tens and who knows how many millions he's got at this point, right? So instead of whining all the time about they're picking on him and it's all about him, which it's not about him, but instead of that, if he's uh, fed up with it, if he can't stand a restriction, instead of making a big publicity stunt out of it and, and, and making a martyr out of himself, why doesn't he just say goodbye? He can, go on, he can keep his show on E, he can write more books, he can make more movies. What does he need it for? He could do anything, and I think he, if you know, he's got the power now more so than anyone to make an example. You know, he's got the power, he's got the finances behind him. He should right. take a stand and, and you know make a movement at least to educate people, because I think a large part of the problem is a lot. I'd say a broad majority of Americans are still very ignorant to what's actually going on. They they don't care. They want their yeah. they want their Jerry Springer and they want their. I mean, just TV going on here every day and saying everybody vote against Bush. That that's not the problem here. I mean, Bush is a part of the problem in the right wing, but the fact of the matter is that we got a two party system and the other party isn't doing anything to protect us. Exactly. So we need the people who are, are you know quote unquote on our side to step up and actually start doing things. For if us. if I, I tell you right now, if I had a month. If I were on the air in the markets that he's on in New York and L.A. and Chicago, Detroit and Philly, if I had one month, I would have 20 million signatures on that petition drive, and uh, we'd be doing something with it as opposed to making it an ego trip about myself. The tides are changing. I did, in fact, sign that petition on uh, Stop the Good. SMC. Excellent. Uh, so, but continued, uh, continued success, and I, uh, I hope that you actually start reaching some more people. And, Good uh, luck, Colin. Uh, I'll be doing my part. Hang, hang in there. Thanks. Later. 21 past 1 at 560 WQM. There's a great call. You see, if you take 50,000 calls, you get a couple of good ones somewhere along the line. We're at 77.1% of the audience are with us. The other people are against us. Which of these words do you find most offensive? TW91. 825 to none of the above. Fart sounds 39. Oh, I'm so sorry. How many times can I say I'm sorry after all of these years? About 30, man. P-U-S, and the rest of it, 38, C-O, 28, D-Bag, 17, S-Bag, 10, which, I mean, that is just so ludicrous, so juvenile. Yeah. A-Hole, 7, 
the president, the vice president's first name, six, PR, which rhymes with his first name, four, uh, booby with a T, two, and hard to swallow, two. Can't say Out that. Of the Oh, brother. Did I say 1,069? It's only uh, 122. How do you like that? Amazing. Wouldn't surprise me, though, if we're getting some, if we're being inundated here, if we're getting freaked a little bit. Yeah. No, it's crushing. Huh? Oh, yeah, it's killing me. (laughs) I don't know whether to come back tomorrow or not. WQAM, hello. QAM. Yes. Yes, sir. Am I talking to Neil? Speaking, yes. Well, I, I want to talk low because I, I'm hoping nobody will ever trace this call. I'm calling from a nude beach here in, uh, in North Miami Beach. Yeah. And uh, I'm afraid uh, I'm doing something illegal. Yeah. This is it. This is the comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is I wanted to talk about the oil, high, high oil prices. <laughs> Like I said, if you take 400,000 calls, you might get a couple of... About 30, man. Yeah, a year. Wow. 52.50 is our total on signatures on a petition. StopFCC.com. New York State's got 38.46. There's something really, really wrong, Mr. Stern. There's something very, very rotten and wrong there. Don't you think so? Don't you find that just uh, shocking? Although yeah. I will say this on his on his own uh, petition drive to, uh, to, to the to a Clear Channel that they're putting together, he's only got about forty three hundred. So right. evidently he's not really pushing that, and making a big issue out of it. So if it's not just an ego trip and a martyrdom trip about the Howard uh, Stern on the cross, and it really is about censorship and the First Amendment, then you think that uh, he'd really be pushing this thing. I mean, I'm sitting here in Miami with about forty listeners, and I'm and I'm doing the damn best I can, you know. Beating them all over the head with a, a baseball bat, which is unfortunate. I'm not going to do it in no more, not tomorrow. But God, j- j- just to have one day, one show tended to one day and be heard by millions of people. That's all. That's all I ask. Just one day and make something happen. Just like that. That's right. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how are you today? Okay, sir. Good. A couple of weeks ago, you ran a poll as to why people aren't doing it. And I said they're afraid. This is exactly what they are. They're afraid to come out and say anything. Nothing against you is, is you like getting your paycheck and you're going to conform to what they want you to do. Sure, you bet. The same way everybody else. And that's why nothing about this is going to get done. Nothing, nothing is going to get done while we got uh, 54,000 people that at least had the guts to sign their signature on there. Well, I, I signed it, you know, well, and, and I have no problem signing it. But a lot of people are afraid to come out and speak against it. Because they're afraid of maybe losing their job, or they're afraid of the repercussions that that yeah. will happen if they get it. Well, that's pretty sad. It is. It is. Because I mean, if you know. have no guts, uh, you deserve what you get. Exactly. I'll, All see right, at the border. I'll see you at the border, man. You got it. I'll keep an opening for you. 26 after 1 at 5.60, eh? Catch all the NCAA action, the NCAA action today with QM for the Singular Wireless Fan Jam. We're going to be jamming on it. At Dave and Buster's in Hollywood, entered to win a 52-inch TV with surround sound, $300 cash. It gets underway at 2 with the Mad Dog, followed by the Boogster Book, Shambi at 4. And while you're there, enjoy their 560 buffet, $5.60. Even George could afford that, maybe once a month. Oh. That's Dave and Buster's in Hollywood. Speaking of saving money, spring into savings right now and save a ton like never before on a great new car or truck from 
Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. You'll find them on US 1, just 20 minutes south of the 836. Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead is worth the drive no matter where you're hanging it out because they're going to save you thousands on great new Toyotas. Check out these great leases. An 04 Camry or 4Runner for just 269 a month for 48 months. How about an 04 Highlander for just 309 a month? Need a truck? How about an 04 Toyota Tundra, the safest truck in America, for just 179 a month for 48 months? These are just some of the savings going on right now at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. And now with the toll increases on those people using cash on the turnpike, Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead will give you a free sun pass when you buy your new car or truck at their joint. General Manager David Rich and his staff will do just about anything under the sun to put you in a new Toyota today. So experience for yourself the Armstrong Toyota of Homestead difference. Locally owned, locally operated, committed to 100% customer satisfaction too. Their service department is even open late till late weeknights to make sure that your service work is done right. You'll find them on US 1, 293rd Street in the Homestead, just 20 easy, simple minutes south of the old 836. So don't waste your time at those mega dealers or car giants who always overpromise and underdeliver. Get you to their dealerships under phony pretense. Do the smart thing by calling David Rich, the GM at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. Call him at 305-242-3247. 305-242-3247. Drive a little and save a ton on that great new Toyota at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM. Tired of playing FCC, fines for me. Feeling so censored, my show is now sterile. Don't know what you expect me to be. But under arrest, next, take me off my show. Shock jocks have got to go, that stern has got to go. petition to uh, clear channel to put them back on the switch station. You know how many uh, signatures they got on those petitions? 5,000. 4,452. That's New York, Chicago, L.A., Detroit, Philadelphia, um, you name it. Wow. Atlanta, Houston, Dallas, Boston. 4,452. I'm impressed. <laughs> Pretty sad. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. In fact, what we're going to start doing is we're going to go out and start doing a lot more appearances, so we can meet a lot with the other <laughs> Gilberts in town. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hi. Uh, is this Neil? It sounds like me. Yeah. Oh yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah, that guy that called. I don't believe he's a recording artist. Number one. Number two. How do you, How do you know that? I just don't believe it. He, I think he's having delusions of grandeur. Listen, uh, that guy about Stern, he has a guy that pushes a button. I don't know how whatever got out got out, but he has a button pusher that does that. Yeah. So, and he always talked about that. And? So, so he's making a big deal out of nothing. 
Well, no, when you, when you say how it got out, first of all, he was talking about uh, Rick Solomon's penis size, and then a caller used the N-word. I mean, when you compare that to all the other stuff that's been on the Stern Show the last 20 years, that's not something that the average board operator is going to dump. It's not? And, and No, it's not, and the FCC wouldn't fine him for that either. That's See, this just happened to be the day before Hogan, John Hogan, testified in front of that, uh, that uh, 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 congressional committee. I'm getting tongue-tied myself, and as a result, they just used that as an excuse to dump him off the Clear Channel station. That's all. He, he okay. was made a sacrificial lamb. Oh, I, yeah, I see. And he, that's what he thinks he is, but I still think he's making a big deal out of nothing. Yeah, but, but, but the fact of the matter is, it isn't just about him, though. See, he is being made a... They're using him, but it's just not about him. It's about everybody who's on the air. I agree with you. Here's a it guy is. that's still making $30 million a year that's still on the Infinity Station, which is the majority of the stations that carry him, and, and Bubba the Love Sponge in Tampa, he's got fired. I so why is, why is it all about Howard Stern and it's not about the other people? That's the sad part. And the problem is Howard in his own way is like Rush. You know, he's got his own little group of ditto heads. And, and those people are like, it's, it's all Howard all the time. Well, the whole world isn't about Howard Stern. I hate to break the news out to you. But nevertheless, it is Dennis in the pit of hell Tampa says, if you wonder what the hell is going on with the memo, it sounds like a management decision and not a legal one. No, no, I never said it was issued by the FCC. I never said that. It says, I will look into this matter soon. Maybe the general public will begin losing their jobs over a slip of the tongue as we lose our freedom, and the FCC puts a death grip upon our freedom. I will look into this matter soon, whatever that means. No, it wasn't from the FCC. Let me read it again. I guess I haven't done a good job. I should have read this once an hour. This is the determination of the corporate Beasley attorneys based on the machinations and the threats of the FCC. And I, I completely understand. I don't agree with a couple of them, but it's not for me to say. As Johnny Mattress would say, it's not for me to say. This is from our program director and operations manager per the corporate people, Ray Indecency. And the memo says, We've been informed from our corporate attorneys that in addition to the so-called seven dirty words, the following words and sound effects are considered coarse language and are prohibited. And you'll see the whole list of them right there on our poll today on the website. That's where the poll came from, including fart noises. So this is their reaction, and, and believe me, it's not just the Beasleys, every company in broadcasting. Now, I want you to keep one other thing in mind as well. You see where it's Infinity, which is Viacom and CBS, and worth billions of dollars. When they get fined, you know, a million dollars is that they paid out millions for the Stern Show fines over the years. So this is nothing new with Howard. That's why all of his baloney about, well, he, you know, turned against Bush, and that's why they're picking on him. That's bullcrap. They find him millions, and Infinity's paid those fines throughout the years because he's made them what they are today, a giant. But how about some little mom-and-pop company that owns one or two radio stations, huh? Right. Like and somebody goes on here and says, well, what, you know, whatever, five or six times. Well, you take uh, 500,000 times five or six times, that's a $2.5 million fine. That's going to put them out of business, which also continues to further consolidate what we've got in the monopoly known as radio. Because only the big boys are able to pay these humongous fines. So Cheap Channel has to pay the $773,000 fine against Bubba uh, in, in Tampa, which they paid a couple of weeks ago. And they got the quarter-million-dollar fine against Elliot in the morning in Washington on WWDC, which they'll wind up paying. So there's a million dollars. Well, that's a million dollars. It's a lot of cash even to them. But you know something? When you've got a virtual monopoly, when you've got 1,200 damn radio stations all across the country and the billboards and all the monopoly on these concerts and all the other crap that they've got, that's small potatoes. 
for a company that made $9 billion last year. Million dollars is like the pocket change. Just reach in your pocket and feel the change while it's not against the law yet. And that's what a million dollars is like to Clear Channel. But the little guys, God forbid that they should get fined these millions and zillions of dollars because that's the end of them. So like I said, the uh, beat goes on. And if you're not one of them, you know, you know something? I'm thinking that that American pilot, American Airlines pilot a few weeks ago, remember that story? I think he was onto something. Yeah. Remember when he told the uh, passengers, if you don't believe in Jesus, you're crazy? Right. I think what he should have said is, if you don't tell everybody you believe in Jesus, you're crazy, at least if you yeah. live in America. Because the Jesus Christers, man, they're not wasting any time. They're taking it all over. They got their thumb on it. 77.4% of the audience say none of the above. They support us 100%, which we appreciate very much. And the rest? Oh, my God. Well, what can I say to you? Live and local. We apologize. This is Sports Radio 560. Give me an Orlando. Oh, about 10 minutes. Whoa! From Miami? Sure. I'll just take the bullet train. Now you can travel from Key West to Jacksonville in less than 15 minutes on the Florida Bullet Train. Thanks to your well-researched landslide vote. Now boarding the Bullet Train for Yahoo Junction, Atopta, and Hookamonga. Why just take the monorail for some barbecue when the Bullet Train can take you all the way from Tampa right into Biscayne Bay? Where you can explore the tropical barrier reefs made entirely of Cuban Buick. Your vote of confidence in the credibility of elected officials has finally paid off. Take the Florida Bullet Train. For travel information on the Florida Bullet Train, call... Wait a minute. Wait. Oh. <laughs> I love it. It's my favorite. 143, how come we've got a wellness trainer here on CNN talking crap right now? We're not seeing more about what's going on here in the Baghdad. Huh? Eh, nobody cares anymore. Oh, it's small potatoes now? Sure. And how come we're not seeing Osama Yamama getting uh, horse-whipped and uh, grabbed into custody, huh? So that they can parade him around saying, see, see, the Bushmeister got him. First we got Saddam and now we got Osama. Of course, there's a whole bunch of people still dying like crazy, and they're riding in the streets. But nevertheless, and you can't say crap on here, but nevertheless... You just watch. You mark my words. They will get Osama. Dead or alive. Probably dead. And then the stuff is going to hit the fan. Oh, my God. Just like uh, praise Bush like Jesus. That one bit that Boca Brian does. Praise Bush like Jesus. Wow. He's going to be bigger than Mary Tyler Moore. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. WQM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil Rogers. Speaking. Sorry, sir. Hold on a minute. I didn't mean to put you on speakerphone. I know you don't like that. I hate it. I'm sorry. Much better. Much better. All Um, right. A couple things you said earlier, sir, about how this country's, you know, turning around and stuff and everything. I just want to say our forefathers must be just absolutely doing 360s in their graves. Rolling in their graves, man. And it kills me. It's just as bad as it does you because I love this country. I love everything we had at one point in time, and it's just just in sad, sad shambles now. And... uh, uh, the other thing I wanted to say was uh, it's going to be really, if they curtail you anymore and you can't speak, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's just a sad state of affairs, Mr. Rogers. And no, no, I, I'm not bellyaching from a personal standpoint. No, 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 I, I don't mean, mean that. I, I, mean, I, I, resent it. I resent it, but I think I'm clever enough to be able to do a show without saying any of these uh, 15 I, or 20 I would words, agree you know. because if there's anybody intelligent, it is you, sir, and you are I very, agree. very intelligent. Amen. 
And sir, real quick, and I'll let you go because I know that you, you're um, a real quick hockey question, and I know that you don't like talking it, but I am a hockey. I love my Flyers, and I know that you don't like the Flyers. I just want to say that I got the satellite dish from the from uh, you know from the satellite company, right? And I get all the I get all the hockey games, and I you're, as much as I hate your Toronto Maple Leafs, I love Bill Bowen. I love the announcers that the other teams have. Um, and uh, you guys, game, I love man. the way you guys play hockey. You expanded my eyes big time, and uh, especially on the West Coast as well. And uh, keep talking about everything. You know, don't let them censor you, please. I love okay. you to death. Love you too, George. And uh, have a great day, sir. And you're a Thanks, great American, Neil. Thanks a lot. Go Leafs, go. Big game in Philly tonight. Leafs at the Flyers. I think it's going to be really ugly. I hope not. But oh, you think the Leafs are going to win the Stanley Cup? No, no. No, I really don't. It's really a shame. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, they can continue gouging the fans here. They'll pay however much, whatever they got, and then they'll mortgage the house to keep buying those tickets every year. And the ownership knows that. Plus, oh, and guess what? I don't want to say it, because then uh, the Panther organization will get even more angry with me than already. But uh, John tells me that last week at the house, we must have had 87,000 soliciting calls reminding us that the first payment on the Panther tickets for next season were due. <laughs> and, of course, uh, you know, we sent it in, but... Is there going to be a next season? No. no. Now, what are they going to do holding on to that money all that time, huh? I'll say it again. I think all of us were in the wrong business. Let's just hold a whole bunch of money and earn the interest on it, and then we'll give it back, maybe. How's that sound? Okay. In other words, if come, maybe after a year or two, we'll give you something in exchange for it. It's going to be really good. But in the meantime, we'll just hold on to your money, and then you'll get it all back. <laughs> Nice going, Alan Cohen. It's a panic. Fine, and I have to laugh with the Mo this morning, the two minutes of that show I heard when he asked Gildy, well, how many people were there at the game last night? Ah, oh, about 15,000. It says 15,100 in the paper, which means there's probably about 11,000, 12,000 there, and of which there are probably a couple of thousand Islander fans. And how many people actually you think paid for the tickets? About 30, man. And I don't say that with any joy. I say that very sadly as the big hockey fan that I am. But, I mean, you know, you can put all the freebies and uh, phony asses in the seats that you want. It doesn't make uh, it doesn't make the franchise. It's very sad. Uh, thanks again, Wayne. WQAM, hello. Hello, Dan. I beg your pardon? Can you still say Jordan? No, we can't. WQAM, hello. Neil, good afternoon. Yes. How you doing? All right. All right. Hey, listen. Uh, you forgot to mention the fact that uh, Bush. They're gonna the three days before the election. They're gonna find Osama bin Laden. You know, hide down. No, they, like they got him now, man. They got him now. They got him. Yeah, they're, gonna, they're gonna present it like three days before the election. So everybody can see how wonderful Bush is and what a wonderful job he did by capturing Osama. And by the way, don't uh, say the president's name no more. We can't say the vice president's first. I, it just dawned on me. When I'm comparing the president's last name with a lot of these other mm -hmm. things on this list. No, no, seriously. You cannot say the vice president's first name, no mo. No mo. And you certainly can't say, oh, we just have to call him W. Okay? Okay. Can we all agree on that? For now. Or Dumbo. So they like take that. that off the list. W or Dumbo or something like that. No, but you can't say, uh, uh, no. Don't do it. Oh, we're up to 77.6% of the audience that supports us enthusiastically and wholeheartedly and ain't looking to bellyache or cry about any of them words or sounds, those farting sounds. 44 people, 3.7% of the audience say the most offensive was those farting sounds. <laughs> well, those people ought to be real happy today. We ought to have a very happy audience because we don't want to offend anybody. We love Jesus. We love Moses. Jesus we love Christ. Mohammed. We love, uh, no, that's the satellite guy, Mohammed. Oh, that's right. We love everybody. It's uh, 10 before 2. The Mad Dog's over there at Dave & Buster's. 
It, it's going to be interesting. I don't think I'm going to listen because I've got better things to do, like go eat lunch. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what my colleagues on this radio station... Now, like the uh, facts are previously said, <laughs> Mo just went on with David Boston this and David Boston that, and ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba, you know. And that was basically it. Plus, of course, uh, I guess he had his uh, granddaughter in there or something? Uh, the Gansam Mishpocha. Why? <laughs> well, it's a thing he does often, apparently. I beg your pardon? That's what I heard. He had his daughter and then and his grandchildren in the studio. Right, and his granddaughter said... Greg reads a mumser. Greg reads a mumser? I'm starting to like that family better already. Live and local, this, this is 560. The radio's all yours now. QAM. Push back the Anytime they see that we're lacking in the polls, they throw out a headline that will lead you by the nose. Who say they said is the one to get? Now they have only one big don't worry about Sudan, we got em. Now we're all comfy and safe, we got em. We won't attack us no more, we got em. Praise push like Jesus. Who say 9-11 is what they got you to do? Can't get any dumber than a one party country. You believe what they say, like the God of as they use the state. I sure hope you dumped that because I was out taking a leak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, that one's okay. See, that one was a name. I figured it out myself.
in the audience hears these strange gaps and all that, like that, uh, you'll understand that uh, we can't say nothing no more, okay? We have to wait till the coast is clear. In case you missed uh, most of the show today, we had another memo from corporate attorneys saying you can't say and you can't say and you can't do and you certainly can't make no fart noises on here no more. Now, does that mean um, electronic fart noises or like 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 that? Now, hey, that was just I a, asked you about huh? that. I asked no, about no. the raspberry. And what do they say? What is oh, say? that's right. You asked me. Yeah, about the raspberries. Well, the raspberries. We're going to be playing a medley of their hits tomorrow, as a matter of fact, from 10 to 2. I think music is the way to go. I'm going to think about this right. very, at least for the next two, three minutes while I'm getting dressed, going to lunch. Jesus songs and instrumentals. All right. Let's praise Jesus. Oh. 24-7 on QAM. Oh. Your God station. Oh. Your link to heaven. Oh. Your ticket to the heavenly highway. Oh. Your ticket to St. Peter, but I don't think we can say Peter no more. Bye, bye, bye. Daniel Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Neil Rogers loves my pop. Kiss me on the mouth.